Welcome to the Healing Space, a black and queer mental health podcast geared toward proving there's more than one way to heal. I am your host, Sensei Raven Ekundayo, and um, <laughs> started out the episode laughing, <laughs> which lets me know the direction we're going to be going in for this episode. This week is all about healing through happiness, and I am so excited to have my dear friend here for the entire episode. He's a phenomenal and in-demand photographer, social media influencer, and peddler of all things positive, Misfits. Welcome, Blair Devro to the Healing Space. Hey, Welcome, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. You know? Uh-huh. You know. Hey, Misfits. Hey, beautiful people. How y'all doing? Is up. <laughs> I told myself that I was going to keep all of the positives to, you know, a minimum because I wasn't trying to, you know, like say too much and give you a big head. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I can get a bigger hat. It's fine. Is it, okay. <laughs> absolutely. Just Listen, go ahead and lay it all on me. I'm listening. Optimism. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, I can just find another way around. Yeah, it's okay. 100%. We're not going to think negative about it. Give me more positive. 2019. Give me all the compliments you, you, you want. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now. So. Through the- <laughs> Not now, though. <laughs> I didn't say compliment me on your time. Oh. Compliment me on my time. Okay, absolutely. So, Raven, compliment me now. Okay, uh-huh, I yeah, absolutely. You. I got you. This is your time to compliment to me compl- now. <laughs> yes. is, is there a time limit on when I compliment never, you? Never, 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 never. Compliment away. 100%. I think you were saying, you know, amazing photographer, all-around positive guru. I think these are some of the words you never, were throwing around. Never said guru. Never happened. Never said guru. Might have, you know, splurged and embellished just a little bit. Just a little? Yeah. Okay. But I think I got the, the main point you were trying to make. Mm, as great. long as you got the main point. Yeah, I'm awesome. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, no, boy. I hate it. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but I'm gonna move on Mm -hmm. because Misfits, we already spent like a smooth two hours conversing. Absolutely, where we should have been recording. So we're actually recording after the time where we're supposed (laughs) to have ended. (laughs) But this is literally us all the time. Mm There has never been a time where I've gone to his house and we didn't talk for like hours. This is a regular for us. So we should have understood that when we set a time for like two hours to record. Wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Not allowed. Not allowed <laughs> at all. <laughs> that was actually in in our calendars as a reminder of, oh, so this is the intro conversation between you guys. That's it. That's the first two hours. It's the intro convo. Because well, it's like you have CP time, which yes. is normally about 15 minutes to an hour after the actual time things were supposed to start. Come on. And then you have RB time. <laughs> <laughs> Which is two hours after that. <laughs> Raven and Blair time just is not. <laughs> it's not so it. done. <laughs> Facts. You've seen nothing until you've seen RB time. Listen, <laughs> listen, bring snacks. <laughs> Crossword, Sudoku, something to pass the time. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yes, for those of you out there who know about the wizarding world, bring that. Huh. You know, <laughs> absolutely. Go ahead and catch your confoundables. Come on, come on. You know what? This is why I don't deal with you. This because every time we talk, we find out something else we have in common. That part. It leads to another hour-long conversation. This is about it. just randomness. Absolutely. So later on in the episode, we're going to be talking about healing through happiness. And you and I are known within both of our brands for being really positive people. However, 
Though that is something that you and I live and breathe, mm-hmm. that's not always received as a positive from a lot of people, yeah. funny enough. Absolutely. So that's a conversation we're going to get into later with you guys. Just talking about our journey through positivity, through happiness, how others perceive it, mm-hmm. you know, um, what, it, what it has meant to us receiving the positive and receiving the negative yes. and how we keep going through it all. I can't wait. Yeah. Knowing with the way that we talk, you guys can skip ahead to the eight hour mark. That's, <laughs> that's, that's when we'll finally hit that. <laughs> but it'll be great. It's like, usually I tell you guys that you can go to the markers. Yeah. People are going to be racing to it this time. Like, no, bitch. Like, <laughs> like, did this say that this episode is three hours long? Uh, it is. And that's after being edited down for half the content. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and so you know what this episode I'm gonna skip to the end for good news I'm just gonna go to good news at the end I'm not even gonna try to listen to their conversation because I'm fairly certain that good news this time around is gonna be an hour in itself <laughs> mm-hmm. so and you're welcome and you're welcome <laughs> yes <laughs> so first since this is your first time on the show mm-hmm. We usually start off by talking about our weekends. Ooh. So, you know, everything that we experience. So, you and I are recording this on Sunday. Yes. So, you would give everybody, if anything took place, which with Blair, guys, something's always taking place. Oh, let's be clear. No pressure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, you would just talk about what happened with you on Friday, Saturday, today, you know, all that good stuff. Turn up. Well, I mean, I guess for me, it was a pretty low-key weekend. Okay. Like, um, of course, I do my photography full-time. Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of that, because photography causes me to be a hermit crab, yeah. it's like 20% shooting people, and then the other 80% is me sitting at home in front of my computer with my two cats, just being that gay person with a lot of books, <laughs> multiple cats, <laughs> hoping that somebody locks me down before all of my good looks fades, because this is it. <laughs> this is this is how it ends. Um, so to <laughs> combat that, <laughs> I started bartending, mm-hmm. and um, we had uh, the Jeezy concert. It was like an all-white party on yeah. Friday. Cut my finger. <laughs> oh no so that's, is that what the band that's about? what the band-aid is for okay. absolutely and i'm completely dramatic like that because i'm the type that gets a paper cut and i'm completely taken out <laughs> so <laughs> literally cut my finger and instead of going to the office to get like first aid yeah band-aid or whatever i went to the paramedics that we have on site oh <laughs> no the drama absolutely <laughs> and they took care of me <laughs> so I can't promise that the paramedics were sober for the rest of the night. Wow. But they earned every bit of whatever I allegedly gave or did not give them Come in on. exchange. You better cover yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And speaking of, my name is Gerard Hampton. <laughs> it's not Blair Devereaux anymore who works at the Roxy. Um, but yeah, they, they, they took care of me. <laughs> um, so compared to my Friday, Saturday was pretty uneventful. I okay. didn't injure myself or anything like that. <laughs> Good. Um, Good. And today is actually, I've been the highlight. I've been looking forward to this since we talked about it like a month ago. Yeah. So I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, yeah dude. This is yeah. it. I'm, I'm very, and I don't get excited about a lot, which I believe I've told you before, mm-hmm. but the misfits know excited and I don't know each other too well. Oh no. So the, to be able to say that I was genuinely excited about this. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. That's very similar to like financial security and my relationship. Like, no. we, don't, we don't know each other too well. <laughs> <At all. laughs> so I understand. I understand. <laughs> Did I, I mention I'm self employed? Oh. <laughs> 
Do we have a Patreon hooked up? <laughs> Can we start one? Absolutely. That will not be in Gerard's name. That will be in Blair Devereaux's no, name. Absolutely. Clear. Uh-huh, 100%. I'm pretty sure if this gets out. So, so I'm, I'm going to step out of that storyline. Absolutely. There's a chance I might not have a job to return to after this. So uh. if you guys want to fund me and my two cats and our book collection, <laughs> there'll be a link attached below. <laughs> uh, I love she said our book collection. Yeah. Like they also are reading. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Like, they like to sit on them. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. It's pretty so much. They, they, they take advantage of the books one way or the they other. They have the same relationship with the books that I do. I don't know how many Good I've cracked open. Good night. Mm-hmm. Good night. Absolutely. <laughs> the same (laughs) so anyway (laughs) my weekend um my weekend was part two of the move okay so i haven't been here with you misfits in about two weeks in that time i have moved into my new apartment and it's beautiful thank you absolutely thank you so uh i've talked about this from the beginning of the podcast you misfits know not to like get too serious we're still in a happy place but you guys know that I've talked about the fact that there was a piece of the puzzle that was missing for me. And you guys have been on the journey the whole time. Like when I first started this podcast, I didn't have, did I even have my job yet? Did I have my job? Yeah. Cause I, wait, the podcast started in September of 2017, I believe. So no, I don't think I had my job yet. Wow. Mm-hmm. So since I started this podcast, I've gotten my job, Ooh. I've gotten my SUV, mm-hmm. and now I have my home. That's it. With a lake. Listen, with a lake. Oh! Listen. That's it? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, so I moved in last Friday, and this week I continued the move, because there. last weekend was most of the really smaller things. Mm-hmm. Um, went to Ikea and spent... Wi- Listen, last week... I'm not even going to say on this microphone how mm-hmm. much money I spent last weekend. It was a dumb amount mm-hmm. of money that I never foresaw. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. Good God. Ikea is evil in all the right ways. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, the way that I used to get excited about Toys R Us as a kid... It's the way I get excited about, about Ikea. Ikea. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's something about getting a new place. Mm. Oh, you're like, how many sexy things can I do with Listen. this? Listen. And then Chase is like, well, you can only do this in honor of <laughs> sexy things because this is all we're funding right now. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, touche, bitch. <laughs> For those of you who walk with um, Blair on social media, more than likely you've seen at the very least his living room before. I think you've taken him into your bedroom before. Oh, you yeah. all got to just, you know, get to listen. <laughs> if you've been in my bedroom, I don't need you sharing that with everybody else, people out there. Um, I, I said on IG story. That, oh yeah, that too. Yeah, <laughs> on on the IG story in my bedroom, one hundred percent is what we were talking about. I <clears throat> Listen. Anyway, but yeah, the uh, two people that seen my bedroom. <laughs> Because I'm so pure and wholesome. I am sweating. I cannot deal with him. Anyway, I was saying that if you are on his IG story, you more than likely have seen his living room. Yes. And he has an awesome tastic ass apartment. Oh, thank he you. really, really does. Warm fuzzies. <laughs> oh, moving forward. So yes. So on Friday, I went to the barbershop as I do every Friday. Mm-hmm. Got this um, <laughs> um got this lineup for my beard. It's so funny living in Atlanta now. Now I say lineup. Where in Baltimore we say shape up. I'm like, no, I had to change that because no one knows what I'm talking about mm-hmm. down here when Those I say shoes. shape up. <laughs> Did you say shape up or shoes? Those are shoes. 
are the shape up shoes. I've like, never, I've never heard. They're like, oh yeah, they're the ones that help you like lose weight and everything like that when you walk. But did you wait? Wait, wait. Uh, yeah, no, Misfits. you don't gotta call me Misfits. out. <laughs> <laughs> when he said lose weight, he he made a wobble motion. You have to. <laughs> is that what it is? Absolutely. Okay. Because you have to rebalance yourself. That wobble is where the weight goes. Oh, absolutely. Come on. He's always ready, y'all. Listen, he's always ready. 100%. I wonder if someone's even caught him in a lie before because he's so fast. <laughs> His response back time is so quick. <laughs> I've learned in high Jeez. school I'm not allowed to lie because literally I was the person that was just horrible at it. Mm. I would get caught every, every time. single time. Yeah. So that's why I just learned. I'm so glad that relatability is on trend right now mm-hmm. because I have no choice but to be myself. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> this is all I have to give. And thankfully, that's on. So we'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> so done. So so that was Friday. Moving some more things into the apartment, going to the barbershop and all that good stuff. And on, no, fr- Friday, ac- yeah, I think that was, I think that's about it. Yeah. Then Saturday, uh, good Jesus. So I was living in Duluth. And I had to get a moving truck to go up and bring some of the bigger things down from Duluth and then go to the house that I was living in for the last year and go get some other big things from there and put it in the truck. The good thing is, is that I literally live up the street from my old house. So it takes very little, like in less than five minutes, I'm at the house. And I was going to ask, now, were you actually in this moving truck? I was the one driving it. Okay, I wasn't sure because, you know, I came here and you pointed out all the new furniture <laughs> and you was that like... I did not put together. And I had people put this together for me. <laughs> so I wasn't sure if you also had people go pick up your stuff. Because I know how bougie you are with your 8.8 water and everything I like can't. that. So I just... <laughs> so I just had to ask. I was trying to picture the story, but I wasn't sure if I was supposed to picture you in the truck I or on the phone calling the truck. I wouldn't trust people with my things. I get that. To be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Because I've had movers before. And they've scraped and scratched things. Yeah, Yeah, no. So I was like, I'm good from now on. I get it. So I'm blessed to have friends who show up. Yeah, you know. And I'm like, okay. And the uh, the friends were the one. Literally, nothing that you've seen in my bedroom Mm -hmm. did I put together. It was put together for me. Listen, teach me your way, sensei. (laughs) Absolutely, because my friends, I love my friends. I'm, I'm, I'm on air. I love, I love right. my friends. You better remind yourself real yes. quick. Remind yourself real quick. Oh, they are so good. They are good at what they do. That, that honesty <laughs> he was talking about, he was about to get real honest on this microphone, Miss Fitz. Listen. <laughs> Listen. Pulled his life back real quick. Like, oh, wait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so, they're the best. They're better than yours. <laughs> they're better than yours. <laughs> <laughs> so yes so saturday was yet again a lot of moving uh today i taught yoga and during that class i was able to do it at the lake mm-hmm. so that was very sexy yes. uh it was 69 degrees at the time so Beautiful. i was loving the breeze Absolutely. oh i've been waiting for this weather Listen. so yeah so that was so i'm looking forward to teaching more classes at the lake That's like dope. this is oh Especially for what you do, I feel like that scenery already helps put people there mentally. Yes. So they're just ready to go. Mm-hmm. I love it. Especially, they're the only two people who were down there with us. There were two uh, two men fishing, mm-hmm. and that was it. Yes. But otherwise, it was just us. And that's so how you know it's a real lake, because there's actual fish in there. 
I'm here for Even it. Even though I was looking at them like, I don't, maybe it's just me. Uh-huh. Where I'm like, well, first of all, I'm, I'm mad at them. Which I shouldn't because oh. I eat seafood. Uh-huh. So I should stop getting mad at people for fishing. Yeah. But I'm one of those people. Right. Like, it's like I eat seafood. Right. But yet if I see you fishing, yeah. I'm pissed off at you. I get it. Because why are you fishing? Why are you doing this to these animals? Oh. So it's, it's confusing. No, but I get it. I get yeah. it. I get it. I get it. It's one thing looking at my food, the way that it's prepared. Yeah. I can't see what it looked like before. Listen. It's not fair. I just, listen. Yeah, no, I get it. If I ever see somebody do something to a chicken, mm-hmm. I, I might, like, kick them. Yeah. Peacefully. No, I get it. I'll, I get, I'll peacefully 100%. kick them. But, yeah. It's like dating a man with a piece. It's like, you know, I, I, if this is the after that you're presenting, can't see the before. It's a disconnect. It's a disconnect. It's a disconnect. If you <laughs> I can say that as a man who had a piece at one point, allegedly. <laughs> Don't look for those pictures. I just need to move forward. I need to move forward. I guess... I can't. I can't do this with him. I cannot. So, we're going to move into the culture of pop. Oh. Yeah, man. So, I told Blair that I originally was going to have someone else do the culture of pop with me. Because I didn't think it was something that we could do. Because I didn't think he was into pop culture. And he got me together real quick. You know. And let me know that I am wrong. And I was like, well, isn't that a breath of fresh air? Well, you know, just misguided. I wouldn't say wrong. Okay. You know, absolutely. Okay. But since you said wrong, you were wrong. Using your words. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm doing such a good job <laughs> of not just <laughs> not <can> be out. <laughs> grabbing him <Absolutely. laughs> and slinging him around somewhere. I feel safe with the, misfit, with the misfits around. Like, okay. I feel like they, they're my armor okay. and you can't hurt me while they're present. There we go. Yeah, so okay. I love it. I thank you guys. So, so what if the misfits were to help me in swinging you around, then what? Well, then it would be like college all over again. Wow. <laughs> okay. I feel like that's a whole episode into itself. That's a whole new episode of The Healing Space. Okay. Healing, healing through college torment. Okay. Listen, wow. A group listen. of people Allegedly, swinging you around. It's a lot of alleged oh, things. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Because then we can get to the definition of swinging you. The, oh, okay. Well... <laughs> Ah. You know, <laughs> back to basics. <laughs> <laughs> can't no other man. Uh, <laughs> listen, do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, no. <laughs> My stomach. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> so. <laughs> Culture of Pop. Mm-hmm. With Culture of Pop, the first thing I want to talk about, which I'm very excited about come okay. November, is Disney Plus. Yes. Yeah. I think that's going to be pretty major. I was completely against it at first. Really? Yeah, just because... Disney I, owns everything in life? Well, they own everything in life, and my budgets are only but so... Uh, yeah, true, right, right? True. So I'm like, I already have Netflix. Yes. I have Hulu. Yes. I have Amazon. Yes. And I'm still trying to decide if I'm paying for Amazon or not because <laughs> I thought it was included with uh-huh. Amazon Prime, but I keep seeing $7 come out of my account each month. <laughs> so I'm not exactly <laughs> sure what that is. <laughs> so when Disney was like, hey, we're going to take everything off of one of the programs you already watch and make you pay for another one, I'm like, no, Disney, you won't get me. <laughs> no, I Disney. refuse. Mm-hmm. This is not happening. You are selfish <laughs> and you are angry people who hurt you right and then they made their announcement as to what's gonna be on it and i'm like oh i got a little bit of time I there can, we go you got uh, some time yeah i'll i'll, I'll mm-hmm. do something strange for a little bit of change to make sure that i can watch these shows yeah and all my favorite marvel movies and everything like that 
in one spot. So I mean, they got strange me. for a little bit of change. A little bit, kind of, kind of harkening back to college. Just a, just a just little, a little bit, bit though, bit. because I okay. think it's around the ten dollar range. Yeah. So I don't have to do a whole lot. There we go. And, well, actually, it's six ninety nine. Even better. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> that. <laughs> I might be able to just dig in my piggy bank instead. Come on, look Listen. at you. Listen. Here, there you go. That's Take it. it. This is a new me. <laughs> this is a new me. Like when y'all Alicia. Could, y'all could see him <laughs> when, shift in the chair. <laughs> when she was on the piano singing, um, you know, a different me, mm-hmm. and she put off that wig, that's what you, this is the moment you just gave me okay. just now. My wig is off. I'm digging into my piggy bank. I'm giving it to Disney. Mm-hmm. Nothing strange happening. I'm glad We're I could good. do that for you. Absolutely. Nothing strange has to happen. I, I appreciate it. Th- th- and that's called friendship. It is. I'm showing up it for is. you, so you don't have to do anything strange. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I appreciate it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Alle- um, allegedly. Strange things okay. allegedly. Gotcha. After that okay. Had to yeah. make sure you come back real quick. Because it's 2019 and people will pull receipts. They <laughs> 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 said, well, actually. Right, right, right. On the 3rd of January, 1997. I'm like, well, wait. I was eight <laughs> chill out <laughs> wow you were eight in 1997 allegedly because right now i'm still teetering between 25 and 30 i haven't decided what age i nope. want to be at so moving on okay moving on. <laughs> what's not gonna happen is a five-year difference that's not gonna happen so back to disney plus <laughs> with disney plus you can either get the regular disney plus for 6.99 a month mm-hmm. or you can do 12.99 which will get you disney plus espn and hulu so that's their bundle bundle oh. take your time now bundle package yes oh see now you just messed in some some things up why well because i was okay with the 6.99 but then now i might have to you know <laughs> dr strange okay <laughs> so- <laughs> to-, <laughs> to be able to see dr strange you know so <laughs> ESPN don't know her, but (laughs) 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 but Hulu and uh and Disney Plus absolutely and and see that's my thing because ESPN I would literally only get for basketball so it's like do I (laughs) (laughs) y'all can see his eyes though like I knew he was joking but his eyes gave sincere his eyes were very I don't know what what what? you know four years as a lesbian. At the you know prestigious South Carolina State University, I am. Oh, I very forget skilled. that we have that in common. Absolutely, indeed. Yeah, that tells me a lot about the drama. Absolutely. Yes, the finger, the bleeding. Oh, uh-huh, I was the like paramedic. The yeah, <laughs> I was like, don't believe the rumors. <laughs> wow, wow. That only happened Where three times. Where did you go with the finger? <laughs> only happened three times. Three. Okay. Three, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're giving so many different topics that could go on other directions yeah, no. for long periods of time. <laughs> you miss for getting an idea of what our conversations are like every <laughs> single time. This is how we end up going to all these different rabbit holes. Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> moving on. Um, you may forget the last thing I said. So yes, okay, the bundle. Yeah. And so, so here's my situation. Uh huh. So you're paying for all of those yourself. Yeah. I have friends who have given me access to all of their accounts. Yes. So through one friend, I have Netflix. Uh-huh. Through another one, I have Hulu. Through another one, I have Amazon Prime. I'm here through for another it. one, I have HBO. So what I decided is that all of my friends who have provided me access to all of their accounts, uh-huh. they will all have access to my D- Disney Plus. Yes. I like that. So I told all of them, I was like, you don't have to get Disney Plus. And they were like, why? I was like, Bec- I'm about, if you looked out for me, I want to look out for you. Listen. So you don't need to spend an extra $6.99 or $12.99. 
Just use mine. This is genius. Listen. Like, this is genius. Once again, I do have the best friends in the world. <laughs> so, best friends, if you are listening, <laughs> let's do that. <laughs> I know one of you is already on my Netflix, but to the other one who isn't, <laughs> let's work something out. <laughs> yes, let's work something out. It's beautiful. That's Thank beautiful. You. Yeah, I love that. That, yeah. that. That's super smart. You've said some really profound things to me over the course of our like friendship. Mm-hmm. I think that has to be one of the most profound. Wow. I thank you. I there thank we you go. So much. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's that. <laughs> Helping him out with his Disney Plus. Decisions. Yes. 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 <laughs> it's saving you some money. So I can, I can see that being profound. Because my cat's like Blue Buffalo and that's expensive. So if I can just save some money, <laughs> it's appreciated. It's appreciated. <laughs> so um what is it that you're looking forward to the most so far yes. on disney plus oh my gosh so i'm excited about how the marvel cinematic universe is being incorporated yeah on it so of course like when marvel was on netflix they struggled trying to have through lines between the TV shows and what was happening on the movies. Yes. They made it sound like it was like this impossible thing because we're on two different timetables mm-hmm. and, you know, when this gets released, it might leak this. And I'm like, okay, I get it. But now all of a sudden, since it's all on Disney, they're like, oh, yeah, not only is it included, but we're including our actual actors and actresses right. in it. And I'm like, okay. That's fine. I see you. Yes, so, I see you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's smart. And so, yeah, and I'm completely here for that. I think out of all the shows that's been announced so far, I am most intrigued by WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, yeah. Like, cause like for one, I feel like she's one of my favorite heroes in the cinematic universe, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Spider-Man is, but that's a whole nother story. I'm Woo! not, I'm not oh, going we're there get yet. To that. Absolutely, because I was about to say was, <laughs> but you know. Mm. Um, but I feel like they severely nerfed her like they underpowered her a lot yeah. in the in the show i mean in the movies mm-hmm. um and i think a big part of that is because they didn't have a clear understanding as to how they wanted to portray her powers mm-hmm. because like she's super strong in the comic books absolutely and absolutely um and i think if they would have overpowered her in the movies it's the same way they do with like professor x right like i don't know if you've realized this but like it feels like in every x-men movie he either gets knocked out mm-hmm. put to sleep taken out of commission because he can literally just end the threat immediately yes so they have same to thing pull with him Jean out Grey. exactly they don't know what to do with her either in and, films because oh. <laughs> she's far more powerful do Listen. you know how many friends i have who genuinely believe that Jean Grey is weak. Huh. I'm like, bless your Listen. heart. She's an Omega mutant. Like, if none of those friends are the ones that's contributing to your Netflix Hulu circle. <laughs> let them go. You don't need them. <laughs> you don't need them. They're not real friends. <laughs> but I am really hoping that the show, because it's self-contained, um, what well, self-contained but still connects to the universe, mm-hmm. allows them to really show how powerful she is. Yeah. Um, I think that would be dope because it's like they were building her up to be this powerful, powerful like being in, in, in the universe. Yeah. And then even though I loved Captain Marvel, it felt like the shine that they were building up for Scarlet Witch just went right over yeah. to this new character. And now this new character has a nine movie deal. And, you know, she's, and it's just like, <laughs> but we've had Wanda here this whole time, yeah. you know, so and. I think we got a taste of it in Endgame, mm-hmm. which I was completely here for. I need you to understand that I lost my shit oh. when she and Listen. Thanos. Listen. Listen. I was. He said, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> he said, you will. <laughs> you will. Yes. 
Baby. Yes. Baby. Yes. yes. 100%. So you could have ended the movie right there. Oh, <laughs> she, she gave me my line. Absolutely. Listen. <laughs> you can use that in life. Oh. Oh, every time, every time. they I can literally go to Chick-fil-A and they'd be like, hey, we're having a great day. Um, what would you like? And it's, you will. And they're like, excuse me? No, you, no, you will. You will. And that is, it doesn't matter what somebody asks me. <laughs> would you like fries with that? You will. I, I would like fries with that? Yeah, no, I was asking you. You will, you will. absolutely. <laughs> and we're just literally looking at each other for five minutes and I'm still hungry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Because I have my bad bitch moment like Scarlet Witch. <laughs> you can't ask for more. I'll eat uh, that. <laughs> would, you like to, would you like to make that a large? You will. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you yeah. you could have just said yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. So bad. But absolutely. Like, clearly you have a controlled thing with you. <laughs> That's you like bad. to be dominating. Yeah, okay, you will. I'm 5'7". Okay. I'm so, you know. I'm have done. To, have I'm, to make up for I'm it somewhere. So <laughs> done right now. <laughs> so done. But yeah, that's definitely <sighs> the one that I'm most excited about. I think out of all the ones, he said I had to bring it back. I don't have those moments often. Mm-hmm. A to be is serious. Yeah, but I remember. I'm usually the one bringing it back. So oh, I appreciate it. that. Turn up. Yes, absolutely. I appreciate Hashtag that you're bringing it back. Hashtag throw it back, Missy. First of all, I meant bringing back the conversation. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, that too. No, that too. Yeah, no. <laughs> this has been you the whole show so far. I am in PG mode, and I'm you're gonna, in R mode. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my sense together. I'm but sorry, this guys. is very rare. Because on, in my, the Misfits will tell you, it's always the other way around. I love so it. So I'm quite impressed that for once I'm the one. Balance. So that's what it is. Touché. You're about balance. Absolutely. Indeed. I love it. Balance is everything. Mm-hmm. Yet again, something else the Misfits know about me. So, so when so you go ne- rated R, I'll put on my pigtails. There we go. Mm-hmm. Come on, Pippi. Absolutely. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pippi Longcockings. Okay. Ah! <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Pip, pip, hooray. At <laughs> <laughs> this point, I'm going to need to shower. Sweat a lot. <laughs> Jesus, like the first half an hour of the show. But anyway, okay. So for me, I would have to say WandaVision as well. Yes. But also the vault. Like I'm really looking forward to Disney's vault. So like me, uh-huh. I'm really looking forward to seeing Monsters, Inc., so I don't know if it because somebody told me that there's a possibility it's on some streaming service. Got you. I don't know where it is. It won't be that long. Um, but, <laughs> Disney does. But not like, play. so Monsters Inc is one of my favorite Pixar movies, uh-huh. and I have not seen it in years. Turn up. So mind you, I own the DVD, but that's up my mother's attic in Baltimore with like half of my last place that I lived in. Get it? Um, when I moved to Atlanta, I left a lot of stuff in her attic, so all of my DVDs are there. Uh, and also I went to see Monsters University in theaters mm. and I haven't seen it since it was in theaters. And when I say like, I love the Monsters Universe, yep. I love it. Okay. Like when I saw Monsters Universe, I screamed with laughter. Oh. Like I embarrassed myself in the theater. Yes. So that's how much I loved it. So the fact that I haven't seen it since it was in theaters yep, yep. and that was years ago. So like, I'm excited at the idea of being able to see, like go into the vault mm-hmm. and watch all of these movies. That's like it. I'm a Disney fan, yeah. like real talk. So, and then there are movies that I haven't seen from Pixar. I want to see Up again. Oh, oh, oh my I love goodness. Up. That movie. Uh, yeah. That it, movie. Literally the first five minutes takes me out. Every out. Every time. 
out. Every time. I, I, I do this to myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be able to see the Toy Story movies. Mm-hmm. Finding Nemo. That's finding my Dory. Fine. Finding Nemo is your favorite? Yeah, Finding Nemo is my favorite. Dory yeah. is my spirit animal. Oh. Literally just because I don't remember anything. Like, at all. So, we relate. And and I can that. attest to that. Yeah, absolutely. Because that was probably the reason why you ghost the way you do. Oh, you 100. It's mm-hmm. not on purpose. Mm-hmm. It's just my genetics. Huh. <laughs> I, I, I sometimes say to myself, I think if I talk to him on the phone more often, we'd probably converse. But someone like him knows I don't like talking on the phone. So, it's like, yeah. That part. Yeah. That part. That part. Absolutely. <laughs> Whatever. Now, did you hear about the Lizzie McGuire reboot? I did. So I'm excited to see what they do with that. Mm-hmm. I would have been nervous prior to seeing Raven's Home, but I felt like they did a really good job with incorporating that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm really curious to see what that looks like and what age range they're trying to cater yeah. that to. Because I think if, well, I mean, she's it's going to be about her in the 30s. Though, mm-hmm. so I feel like it's supposed to be for us. It's not supposed to be for kids. It's so interesting for me, though, that we're at the age huh. where... Our age group is now rebooting right. their television shows as parents. Yeah. It's like, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're at that age Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Like, and wow. you know, as a 25 to 30 year old myself, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I find it really interesting to see things that I almost grew up with now coming back. <laughs> First of all, what you just said completely went against what you said only seconds ago. It can be edited out. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Never happened. <laughs> <laughs> this branding this is a wild brand 25 to 30 like jeez i just don't want to put a time stamp on my career okay absolutely okay absolutely even though you're a photographer so more often than not you know it's what? not really about age my, with y'all it's more like the whole ariana grande thing which i love what they've done with her brand yeah i want to be in prom dress so you want to keep your ponytail absolutely. forever exactly okay. exactly and okay. then i'll gradually get older okay i'll turn around 30 yeah. probably in about maybe 10 years yeah so so every now and then you'll open up the ponytail a little bit more just a little bit yeah just a little bit so it won't bit. be so tight absolutely you'll let the hair flow a little more yeah a little i'm gonna just pull this crunchy back a little bit yeah eventually like the little short hairs at the mm-hmm. top of my head aren't gonna be able to fit so those will become bangs there we go and then eventually all of it's coming out diet every now and then to oh, keep yes. people on edge absolutely yeah. okay. absolutely okay yeah. but never completely let it down no not at all not at all because not you want to be a perpetual 21 year old have to be able to skirt skirt <laughs> absolutely yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's my Ariana Grande impersonation right there. I know you guys thought that she entered the building, but it was really just me. It we was got you. Did. Absolutely. Uh, I am uh. the celebrity today. Yeah, just me. So you, you've given Christina. Now, oh, yeah. yeah you've oh, given Ariana. Oh, absolutely. So you're giving voices today. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Okay. None of them have been on pitch, but I will give you all the voices. <laughs> all of them. We can fix it later in auto tune. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a superstar. Okay. Come on, <laughs> yes. I don't know what to do with him, y'all. I don't know what to do with him. So we're we're gonna move on from Disney Plus. And next, we're going to go into we're gonna stick with Disney for a minute, mm-hmm. and we're gonna talk about the new Cruella movie. Oh. So first of all, I'm mad because they pushed it back to 2021. Oh, I didn't. I need for them back. to stop. Like, oh. calm down. Like, don't do that. So they pushed it back to, I think, May 2021. Hmm. And what I love about it is that, well, okay, what I love and what I hate. What, well, I don't like the word hate. What I strongly dislike. Mm-hmm. I strong, I strongly dislike that they're attempting to make her an anti-hero. 
I because I loved that she was just a villain. Yeah. But I'm starting to realize that when they do these um, these movies about these villains, yeah. they, I guess they're assuming if they just make them bad, people won't want to see it. Yeah, it's not but Disney. But they don't movie. really... But I, And I understand it's not Disney, but also there are lots of movies that do very well with people. Like, people usually love the villain. Oh, yeah. The villain has more room to move. That's it. You know? We have a so brand new Joker movie coming out and everything. Listen! Like that yeah, and absolutely. he's not going to be a good guy. Not at all. Not when at I all. saw the ending to Maleficent, I was like, but why? Yeah. Like, that wasn't necessary. Mm-hmm. But I guess they felt like they couldn't have a part two without it. That's it. You could. That's it. Absolutely. Like with Cruella, it could be her starting off as this really, you know, sweet person, mm-hmm. maybe a really sarcastic personality and yeah. all that stuff. And then at the end of the first one is where she becomes dark, That's which it. leads her to having an issue against dogs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then the second one is where she's just a straight up bitch. Yeah. You know? I'm here for it. Though. But they want to make her an anti-hero, so it's whatever. So that's my issue. But the positive, I love that it's taking place in uh, 1970s London, that they're going for a punk rock vibe, mm-hmm. you know, because with her in fashion, the idea of doing punk rock is like, it feels yes, endless. It absolutely. Really does. Absolutely. And the reason why I'm looking forward to it is because she is my favorite Disney villain. Oh. Yeah. Turn up. So, which I know a lot of misfits won't be surprised by because a lot of them know my love of Miranda Priestly. Uh-huh. So. Oh, okay. I can see that. <laughs> so, I see yeah, it, it kind of goes hand in hand. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm, it's probably going to be one of my favorite Disney movies, yes. uh, unless they F it up. And so. see, so I have a little bit more faith with this because I've had kind of like what you were saying, a, a love, strong, dislike relationship mm-hmm. with, um, some of the remakes that yes. they've been doing. I feel like a lot of the remakes have just kind of been unnecessary in a sense. Agreed. Um, the one that I felt like was done pretty decent was Aladdin. Mm. Because I felt like... <gasps> My favorite Disney movie. And they did a great oh, job with, with modernizing the story. I love they the did. bigger part they gave for Jasmine. I won't spoil anything for yeah. the three of you guys who haven't seen it. I love the bigger <laughs> part they gave for the genie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, so it's like they fleshed out the story. Did. Versus did. Lion King, where it's literally just two forms of the exact same animated movie. Listen. You know. Which um, is why I'm never going to see it. Yeah, okay. and I, I, can, I can do without that. You know, um, versus maybe like a Little Mermaid, even if they were to do a a copy for copy version of it yeah. I think I would just be excited by the spectacle mm-hmm. of it and the music you yeah. know so that that's adding something a little bit different but I think where they win mm-hmm. is like how we have like Maleficent and Cruella where it's like you're telling a different, different story, story connected to that universe yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you, so you get the nostalgia and everything like that with out getting a carbon copy of what we already know. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm here for it. I, I have high hopes. <clears throat> so, just to go into Little Mermaid really quickly. Mm-hmm. And this was something that I actually saw on, on YouTube that I think is a very good point. It's going to be hard for the Little Mermaid to look like the 90s Little Mermaid. Yeah. And the reason why is because we live in a very Me Too era now. Uh-huh. So, you're not going to be able to have the damsel in distress anymore. And the things that she, and the damsel in distress in the sense of all the things she went through. Right. She took her voice away to be able to have legs to get a man. Listen. In 2000, what is it, 2020, 2021, whenever Uh it comes out. I doubt they're going to have that storyline. Yeah, no, so, I think they would have to modernize it for yeah. sure. And I'm pretty sure they're going to use it as a point to kind of like, you know, make an empowering and everything. Right. But I did hear another argument against bringing it to like the live action form. Mm-hmm. They were talking about how with the Lion King and the Jungle Book, they've been going super realistic yeah. with the animals, right? Well, her two best friends are a flounder and a crab. Mm-hmm. 
it's, if you're gonna make them look realistic, yeah. you can't really like emote with that, yeah. you know. And it kind of takes away some of the charm, which a lot of people were complaining about Lion King. It yeah. lost its charm, you know. So here's here's the beauty, though. So this is gonna be an interesting thing. Yeah. For a lot of people, the reason why Lion King lost its charm is because you were dealing only with animals that couldn't show expression. Right. With the Jungle Book, you had Mowgli. Yeah. And he was able to show expression. Absolutely. So for the animals, you didn't, you weren't as dependent on them. Mm-hmm. So Shere Khan, it was like, okay, so yeah. you can be the tiger who's like angry and everything because you can give us enough yeah. when you're going against this human. So hopefully, because I feel the same as you, yeah. you know, it's like, okay, can we get a little bit more expression with the animals? Yeah. I get what you're going for, mm-hmm. but it's like, and especially with the Lion King, I think it matters more. Yeah. With Jungle Book, I kind of, I was okay with um, Baloo and everybody. Jungle Book was fine but for me. with Scuttle, with Sebastian, mm-hmm. like with all of it, they have a lot of expression Absolutely. in The Little Mermaid, a lot of yes. expression. So it's going to be a little strange if you have Flounder, who's saying all of these things, but it's like, but he's really happy. That's it. I can't tell. That's it. Sebastian has all the attitude. Listen. Where is it? That's it. That's it. That's it. It's it's honestly, if I can be honest with you, it's not even going to look right. Like having a regular crab have these conversations with her is like, you can't even tell that he's disgruntled with her. I kind of hope they dig a little bit more into like... Not necessarily, I don't want it dark, but kind of like that Alice in Wonderland aesthetic Mm -hmm. to where they're okay creating digital cartoon-esque characters blending with the real human characters. Listen. That's what I feel like they need. Say a word. Oh, I try. Because I haven't even seen Alice in a minute, so I forgot that they did that. Yeah. That is very true. They had a really good aesthetic. I don't want dark. Please don't give me the DC Universe version of Little Mermaid. (laughs) Keep it. Keep Martha. Keep all of it. I'm just saying. <laughs> Excuse me. Incorporate what worked there yeah. and bring it over. And I have full faith because this movie is getting the amount of attention it's getting mm-hmm. and it's coming on the tail end of like the hype that's around yeah. Lion King that they'll get it right. Well, that's also to. another reason why it would have to be more, not necessarily the most modern take, yeah. but it would have to be a little bit more modern because if your if your Ariel is black mm-hmm. and if they do choose to make the Eric white, yeah. there's no way you can make her as submissive as she was oh, in the 90s. Allowed. No one's not gonna allowed. allow it. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> The movie will be shut down before it ever seems the that light part, of day. So. Literally, people's critiques will be, yes, yeah, she's a mermaid, but the most unbelievable part is how submissive she is. As there, a we black girl. Absolutely. there we like, go. Absolutely. Not allowed. Not allowed. Not allowed. <laughs> oh, she's giving up everything? I don't know. She's giving up everything for this white man? This is <laughs> fake, 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 fake. And I'm like, but she's also a mermaid. <laughs> you know, but okay. I got, I got you. I got you. Okay. We'll allow it. <laughs> it's also absolute fiction. Yeah, that part. That part. That part. But it ain't fiction with my little girl watching it. Oh, Listen, okay. and I get it. I get, I get it. it. But I, I will say, I think Disney, and I'll give them kudos on that, is regardless of the motivations behind it, I love how inclusive everything is starting to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the fact that they're starting to get rid of the whole like whitewashing everything. Yeah. Um, especially like with the Mulan movie that's coming out. Yeah. I think that's going to be a really, really amazing, amazing opportunity. Mm-hmm. I look at the moment that they had with Black Panther and how they fell into that. Even just having to come out in like Black History Month and everything mm-hmm. like that. Um, it's a good, good place to be in yeah. as far as that goes. And I think that they're really being the pioneers with it yeah you know they could they, they they have all the money behind them yeah so they can literally do whatever they want and they're choosing to change the climate of the industry and i'm completely completely here completely for <clears throat> lord completely here for it Ooh. yeah <laughs> i was like let me get my throat together listen the, the coughing was <clears throat> oh clearing it up 
Yes. <laughs> Let him use you. Push it out. Let him. <laughs> Push it out. <laughs> we we switch places just for one second. That time. Just for one second. Okay. So I have some uh, good news and some bad news, oh. misfits. So the good news is is that we have a date for Black Panther two. Yes, we do. Okay. So I got some bad news for you. Mm-hmm. You ready? That's that. Black Panther comes out on May six. <laughs> 2022. Yep. <laughs> That's that. 2022. Phase five. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. <it>. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to even ask y'all, are you ready? <laughs> because, because by the time you get ready, your, 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 a, your kids will have gone from middle school to high school. <laughs> My thing is, now, now that you guys know this, you have time. Because I saw a lot of rushed hand-stitched dashikis and everything like that <laughs> for the premiere last time we now have plenty of years to go ahead and to get our outfits together we can coordinate with each other <laughs> i'm just saying because it literally like when the movie came out it just felt like everybody was like oh well this looks like this could be african and this guy and like and like some of the stuff just was not it and i was just like okay now wait a second <laughs> you know so now we can you know we can we can elevate you can take we your can, time we, absolutely yeah. i'm saying i'm yeah. saying we, we're gonna come and we're gonna represent yeah for sure you can put your true for passion sure. into it but now. absolutely now we can take our time with it 100 okay. we don't okay. have to treat it the way that i treat halloween every year when i just all of a sudden remember on the 30th that yeah. it's like oh ooh, halloween is about to come up yeah yeah no we know you have time you yeah. have time mm-hmm. that part. <laughs> so you can show up looking like you came from wakanda and not from bankhead absolutely <laughs> and that was my thing i was like let's look like royalty when we go let's look like royalty when we go 100 percent 100 got you absolutely got you. <laughs> and I'm gonna leave that there because that whole conversation can get problematic. <laughs> mm, listen, you need to understand that the words were coming out of my mouth. I was uh-huh. like, mm, "That's it." I said, "I'm leaving that." I'm prepared for the think piece warriors. Oh, Here they come listen. I ain't got no water <laughs> left in my cup. I was gonna sip it, so just swallow real hard. <clears throat> there we go. <laughs> so, okay, so this this next topic, as we come towards, we have two more things before we're done with culture of pop. Uh, this one is very passionate for Blair. Oh, the no. one at the end is going to be very passionate for me. Mm-mm. So Mm-mm. we have two different responses because one is my, mine is kind of like a celebration, while here's is kind of a mourning. Oh. So Sony and Disney have decided to part ways when it comes to the character of Spider-Man. This is because Disney was originally getting five percent of the earnings from Spider-Man, but they have decided that they want fifty. And Sony was like, bitch. <laughs> Sony was like, do you don't understand that we have all the power? Uh-huh. We have the character. Yeah. Like, you genuinely can't even use him without us. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go. Because we win. <laughs> At the end, we win. Yeah. Because Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse wasn't... And, and here's the thing. Somebody uh-huh. made a really good point on YouTube. Yeah. For all of the arguments that Disney could make about how great and grand Spider-Man was because of them, mm-hmm. the Oscar-winning Spider-Man, yeah. Disney had nothing to do with. Absolutely. Which was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. That was Sony only. Yeah. So Sony's like, no, we can make great Spider-Man if we want to. What you gave us was the formula for how to go about making a good Spider-Man. Thanks. We can now take those movies and know what to do for him moving forward. So now that's my take yeah. on it. So now you, because I'm like, they got everything. They got yeah. Carnage, they got Venom, which Venom did well. 
even though critics tried to pan oh, it, the gosh. movie itself did great. Trash. See? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So the box office shows it did amazing. Uh-huh. So it's going to have a sequel. Yeah. So his whole universe can come together great. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So now that I've done all of the positive, yeah. you can come in with it's your... It's so weird because I feel like I'm on the opposite side. Normally I'm like, <laughs> yeah. this is positivity. And I just But this don't is someone wanna... you're passionate about. Yeah. So. Well, okay. So the thing so is... So go on and put on your black. Put, put on, absolutely. Put on your sunglasses. Let me turn my hat backwards real right. quick. Absolutely. I'm going to go ahead and start humming and singing Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday. <laughs> oh. Okay. You know, a little bit of my heart will go on mixed in. If you yeah. do like a mashup of Near, the Near, far. <laughs> Wherever you are. <laughs> just bring them back to the MCU. Um, but <laughs> you better start. Oh. You better start there. Bring <laughs> them back to the MCU. Bring them back to the MCU. So okay, this is my thing, right? Mm-hmm. Sony, I, I I get their side of it, right? Okay. It's like, all right, we leased our character to you, yes. and this was our agreement. Yes, it can look as if Disney is being greedy, especially yeah. because they don't need extra money, right? Yeah. But I look at the fact that they're literally doing all of the legwork. Yeah. They're, they're, they're producing the movies. They're coming up with the stories. All Sony has to do is sit back and make money. Yeah. So if you only have to invest 50% mm-hmm. when, they're, when, when Disney movies are bringing in billions of dollars now, right. make that investment. Like, you literally don't have to do anything but make an initial investment and, and then make all your money back and right. sit back, you know? Um, so I feel like... It was more of a principal thing for them and not necessarily a smart business mm-hmm. move for them. Um, and it's Well, sucks. no. It definitely wasn't a smart business move. Yeah, no. No. I, I think it... And I'm sorry because I got yeah, to no, talk. Yeah, no, you're fine. You're fine. I think my thing is is that they wanted to finally show it because there's literally no one in Hollywood who can show Disney right now yeah. that they don't have control. Yeah. So I think Sony looked at all of the other companies and was like, you know what? We're going to take one for you guys. Mm-hmm. Because somebody needs to finally say to D- to Disney, someone can say no to you. Yeah. Because I, Fox I just, they're all the Foxes went to them. And listen, and we have to. Listen. <laughs> listen. Because Disney's like, we control it all. Yeah. All of it. And Sony was like, Except for Spider-Man. <laughs> Which okay. irks me. It just, it just, it irks me, I guess, because like I say, when when it comes to stuff like this, the fans end up losing and it's not cool. And I, I think, like you said, Into the Spider-Verse, incredible movie. Mm-hmm. It was an incredible, incredible, incredible movie. I loved it. Yeah. 100%. Um, I think my issue of Sony is as a company, yeah. they don't have my trust mm, the way that's that real. Disney does. That's real. So I can look at Into the Spider-Verse and be like, oh, well, this was a great moment for you guys. Yeah. I don't know if they'll be able to duplicate that yeah. over and over again. Um, even with Venom. Venom ended up being kind of like a box office hit. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like a box office hit in a way to where I felt like they wanted us to take it seriously. Yeah. And the same way that I look up at Obsessed, mm-hmm. it's a comedy. Like, I just, I literally will sit down and crack up watching it. And Venom was the exact same thing. Nobody wants a Spider-Man, Tom Holland, and Ed Hardy, Venom, Venom (laughs) mashup. Like, that just, I I don't, I don't need that. I don't need it in my life. And it just sucks because even with Tom Holland still as Spider-Man, they built his core around the Avengers. Yeah. And they can't even mention the Avengers in the Sony movies. Listen. You know? And I feel like Sony's gonna have a harder time carrying on with Spider-Man than Marvel will. Because Spider-Man was 
only integral in the Avenger movies. Yeah. And then the Iron Man movies, which are done. Mm-hmm. You know, and then of course the new Avengers won't be in for like 2025. Right. So like we have all these other stories where he wouldn't even have been present anyway to where we won't feel his loss. Yeah. You know, you will immediately notice that it's a different vibe in that next Spider-Man movie that we get. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I, I decay. Like I said, my feelings are hurt. Mm-hmm. My feelings are hurt. I wish Sony just would have bit the bullet or whatever like that. Cause I even saw that they were talking about a deal to where they were going to leave Spider-Man again mm-hmm. for another six to seven movies. Yeah. They were going to finish out this trilogy. The next one was going to take place with him. I'm um, in college. They were going to introduce him to Johnny Storm and everything like that. Because mm-hmm. that's all over at Disney now. Right. I think Sony was going to get the rights to do Spider-Man TV shows and everything and yeah. make the money off of that they were talking about possibly bringing Venom over to mm-hmm. the MCU I felt like that would have been a bigger opportunity and a better compromise especially for the fans yeah and it just feels like a really bad breakup and if, it's just not cool if I can be honest with you I do think they're going to figure something out they have to I do so I don't think this is just done yeah. I don't because I think that both of them know that they need each other mm-hmm. because they already have plans in yeah. theme parks for Spider-Man That's when it comes it. to Disney That's it. so I think Disney is like we're going to sit back and we're going to figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to come back to Sony and be like, listen. Yeah. What do you need? I think it'll yeah. kind of be like a James Gunn type thing. Where it's like, okay, like, you know, we made this big thing about it because this is what we're supposed to yeah. do at this moment. Yeah. Give it time. Let it calm down. And then be able to, you know, come full circle and bring them back. I do think, though, on Disney's part, I don't think it was the smartest thing to do to pass your torch, like your Iron Man torch, who was the face of the MCU no, to a character that I, you're I leasing. I say no. I you know, already, like, like, no, like, like you don't give that much power to somebody else. I <laughs> like, agree completely. <laughs> that's just not, I was not like, a smart why move. are you doing that? Yeah. Like, that doesn't that make any sense at all. not a smart move at all. I'm like, at just hold all. off for Reed. Absolutely. Just wait for him to come. That's <laughs> it. Something, you know, bring Riri over. We can Listen. Have our, absolutely. We can have our black Iron Man. Because Riri could have been quick. Listen. One <laughs> hundred percent you know Seriously. so so disney kind of put themselves in this position yeah but i do think that as far as riri could have showed up in spider-man absolutely and then just switch right over and literally and i thought i thought because the mcu has a way sometimes of blending characters together it almost felt like they were kind of leaning into shuri for yeah, that which yeah, i yeah. would have loved absolutely that would have oh, loved that that would have been incredible keep in mind they still could oh now spider-man's gone then. listen you know so we know <laughs> disney you we know you listening right that's give us our uh 15 we won't be as greedy as 2022 listen yeah. that part <laughs> unless you put shuri in something before then Boom. which you could absolutely Thanks. absolutely they can incorporate Thanks. her in so so much could mm-hmm. easily and i think if they're smart they will yeah because i'm like are you really going to have the Black Panther fans sitting back until 2022 right. before we see any of the characters. Right. No. Right, right, right. I'm fairly certain they're going to show up somewhere. I'm thinking, yeah. I think honestly like WandaVision would be a good platform for Shuri because that's the last time where we saw mm-hmm. like Vision and everything like that was in Wakanda. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm here. Which is going to be interesting because WandaVision could stand for a lot of different things. Oh, yes. Come, and come with it. Come with it. I'm sitting here thinking to myself, what if that entire show doesn't actually exist? Agreed. And the reason why yep. it plays into mm-hmm. Doctor Strange and the Mad- the Multiverse of Madness yep. is because this is all a world that Wanda's made up in her mind. I think that's exactly what it's going to be because I hated the name WandaVision at first. I was yeah. like, that sounds corny. But <laughs> if it's literally just her version of events, yes. it's like, you know, her vision, it's, it's mm-hmm. her mind. To me, that's super close to like the whole House of M storyline. It line, is very much like House know? of M. Yeah, which yes. is now we finally get to see her powered up. And, and it makes sense because he's he's gone, gone. Yeah. So I don't see how they could like bring him back. Yeah. You know, so I think, 
And then especially with the tone. They yeah. said it's going to be like a sitcom, like TV and show. Th- you better take the words out of my mouth. <laughs> that, that gives even more to yeah. why it's something she's made up in her Absolutely. Head. You know, Perfect yes. Housewife with this person. Yeah, I, yes. I think 100% that's Especially if they go. have their two sons in it, too. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so I think that would be perfect. And I know they said it's going to tie directly into Doctor Strange. So that's why I said I'm super excited about that show. That's the one that seems the most relevant. Loki. Yeah. Because that's taking place in the past and everything. I don't see that necessarily connecting to the bigger story right. anymore. Um, My thing is, is that if they're smart, though, yeah, Norman Osborn is was rumored to be the big bad Ooh. for the next phase yes. of uh, Marvel. I'm here. So if they can't have him anymore, uh-huh. why not make it Wanda? Oh, so and my damn, thing Sony. Is, is that oh you forgot damn, I just yes. realized yes I'm mad all over again mad, I'm not even getting my Playstation 5 next year y'all not wow. getting none of my coin none wow. of it I'm treating you just like well I'm, I won't say that I'll, Ooh, I'll you about to go I'm, somewhere I'm about to go wow. to all the, the, the restaurants and I'm not supporting right now because mm-hmm. I need to make sure that my money's not going towards <laughs> me not being able to have affordable health care for another term first of all are you absolutely certain that those restaurants are doing what it is that you saw online. No, I need to do my fact check. So, you know, people, <laughs> people spread rumors real quick and we've been real quick to jump on it. Black people are quick. Absolutely. Listen. Absolutely. We will Who rally. Forgotten? We will rally behind. So, I'm going to fact check. Please. Absolutely. Please. Because since I saw that chart, I was like, here we go. Listen. About to take some money from some businesses. And the sad part isn't even like a matter of me fact checking just to be right. It's just because my inner Cartman still wants all of those things. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just have to make sure I'm able to justify Listen, it to him. That's a lot of places you're going to say no to. Absolutely. For real. Absolutely. <laughs> and I can't be standing in line at Popeye's for 45 minutes for this $4 Child. chicken sandwich. It's good. It didn't even come out when they said it. it was already out when people started making a big That's deal what I'm about saying. it so i think it's because it, they they slowly released it mm-hmm. because i was wondering because i was like i had it like a couple of months ago yeah so listen people i was like hey did you have you had the new i'm like oh they got a new new one listen <laughs> it's called being lemmings <laughs> and people funny. are just gonna follow along with what everybody says listen you sit in that longest line when you could have been there three weeks ago you know what and you would have had it before everybody else did well follow at pbd i'm trying to see something <laughs> 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 no, see, the my listeners aren't lemmings. Uh-huh. The misfits aren't lemmings. But of course they're gonna support you. Oh absolutely. So, yeah, I appreciate it. I absolutely. appreciate it. I, appreciate I mean they're enjoying yeah. you right now anyway. Warm fuzzies. But yeah, yeah, Warm yeah. Fuzzies. But at the end of, at, the, at the end of the show we were gonna give all that all that information. But you can't right now too. People oh no, 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 like that was mm-hmm. just an experiment. Social mm-hmm. experiment. Oh, you wanna see what they're gonna do? Absolutely, okay. absolutely. Yeah. I dare you. I dare y'all to multitask. <laughs> yes. While you're listening to this right now, uh-huh. also go and pull him up on Instagram. Absolutely. And Facebook. All that. Are you on Twitter? I am on Twitter. Look at you. Well, you know, at Blair Devereaux. We'll, we'll, we'll have to just uh, spell it at the bottom of the... <laughs> because y'all First of all, your name is going to be in the subject for the show. But it's right there. See, there you go. So if you uh, misspell it, that's on you. Anyway, so we're... <laughs> We're going to keep moving because <laughs> these are the tangents we go on. Listen, and while we're at like almost an, an hour oh, of oh, <laughs> oh, and haven't even gotten to the topic of the show. <laughs> so last, uh-huh. we're going to talk about Matrix 4. Ooh. So you misfits know, mm. when my magazine was first created, it leaned heavy into the Matrix. I mean, it was called Escape the Matrix. Duh. Um, so clearly, it shows the love that I have for this movie. So, I love that he's so literal. So, I was saying we were going to lean in, meaning we're going to lean into the topic. And he physically leaned into the microphone. Listen. I love him so much. <laughs> I can't tell you how much I love this I man. Like, he does. I'm he follows smart. directions very well. 
I have a I have a lot of instances of where he's followed directions very well. Warm fuzzies, so I warm fuzzies. Him. I appreciate him. Not when it comes to ghosting, but in a lot of other instances, <laughs> <laughs> he follows them very well. Well, thank you, um, thank so you, thank you. The Matrix is coming back, and uh, Lana Wachowski is actually going to be at the helm. So that makes me feel good because mm-hmm. it means one of the originals is coming. Yeah. Um, she's not one of the originals because it was a black woman who was actually the original. But we're not going to get into that conversation. Well, today. I do have a question though, too, yes. because I know initially it's Wachowski. Is that how you say it? Wachowski. Wachowski. Yeah. It was originally the Wachowski brothers. They they like did they both they, like one transition? They both transition or something? You know, like, here's the heard. gag. Yeah. I didn't know until news of the Matrix Four coming out yeah. that both of them transitioned. I love. I always knew Lana, yeah, because Lana transitioned years ago. That she actually was the creator of um, Since Eight on Netflix. Yes, I can. But see that. I didn't know. I forgot. And it's I'm so I was so thrown off by the sister that I I know her name is also an L, mm-hmm. but I wasn't. I was thrown off because I didn't. I thought it was. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Woo! Huh. I was tongue-tied like listen, shit just listen. now. <laughs> but when I saw that it was both, I'm like, you. I was like, that's amazing. Yeah, I love that. I love that. That is amazing and I know to know that, that both of you transitioned. Had to have been kind of like just branding-wise scared for them. Yeah. Because it was always branded as, you know, the brothers. Yeah. You know, so it's like now to be able to switch that brand up. Like, I just, I love it. And I love to it. know, but I can only imagine for the sister who recently transitioned. Mm-hmm. All those years to see your sister. Yep. And to not really have that courage for whatever reason. Yeah. To want to make that change in your life too. I get it. And then to finally do it. Yeah. Wow. For the both of you to live in your truth. Liberation. That's powerful. That's it. That's That's it. That's really powerful. And you can't go through something like that and not have it affect the art. Yeah. So I think the cool thing about The Matrix before is it was as much of a sci-fi experience and yeah. we get lost in the spectacle, it still said a lot of great things. Oh, absolutely. It was, it was a satire all absolutely. the way through. It was, it was a piece. And I think now that, you know, they both have these new experiences and mm-hmm. these new truths and these new stories, I really hope that that makes it onto the screen to be a reflection as to where we are as a culture and as a people yeah. now. I think the reason why we have no choice is because you saw that in Sense8. Yeah. Like Lana, oh, yeah. Sense8 is one of my favorite television shows Everything. ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ever. So I think about that and I'm like, you can you can be sure. Yes. He's going to find some way to put that. Right. Even if when you, you know, when we have four, there will be women who are just transgender. There's no mention of them being transgender. Yeah. They're just women. Yeah. You can be Absolutely. sure they will be in yeah. the Matrix. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I personally believe that Morpheus has to be there. Mm-hmm. I think that it'll be really weird if he wasn't. Yeah. Even if he dies in it, he has to be in it. Yeah. You know? Um, I'm pretty sure Jada's going to be in it. They were talking to her on the red carpet, yeah. and she was saying that she had already been in um, contact with Lana about it, and she was being very sly. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that tells me that she's pretty. Because mm-hmm. I think she would have just flat out said no if Absolutely. she wasn't going to be in it. Um, so that makes me excited. I want them to bring back the majority of the cast if they can. Yeah. Yeah. But here's what I'll be honest with you about. I can't foresee them making just one movie. Yeah. Like, it's 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 20 years since the first one. I think 16 since the last one. Gotcha. So, it's weird that you would, so many years later, would only have one. Yeah. There's a lot of catching up to do. Absolutely. So, do you think you can tell that whole story in one film? Right, like, right, right. I think the biggest thing for me, and it kind of leans into how I feel about um, Avatar, the um, James Cameron yeah. version, mm-hmm. is... Your why has to be strong enough. It can't just be, oh, we want to bring the Matrix back. You have to have a why that connects to the story. Why now? Yeah. You know, Um, and I think, and it's crazy because it's a cartoon. Yeah. But I think 
Toy Story 3 did that the best that I've seen it in a long time to where it was like this big gap. And because of that gap, it tied into the story. That 3 then, was worthy. Oh my gosh, yeah. I have not seen 4, but I'm fairly certain it wasn't. 4 ended up being a lot better than what I thought it was. Was it worthy though? Do they have a good why? So... Actually, in a sense, okay. in a sense, in a sense, because I, I want to see it, so. and, I, and I don't want to spoil anything. But so basically, don't. no, I won't, I won't, I won't, <laughs> I won't, I won't. But there is a main character in it, yeah. um, which is like a spork. It's a, it's a created toy, mm-hmm. and you, you question its existence. Yeah, the same way that people question the existence of Toy Story Four, and you realize their stories are intertwined. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I did that right. Come on, you know, Disney. I am available. <laughs> <laughs> Hire me. <laughs> Blue buffalo for the cats. <laughs> Good night. Good night. But yes, so with if they would have said anyone other than Lana, I probably would have had a problem. Yeah. But knowing that Lana is behind it gives mm-hmm. me complete confidence that I'm oh, gonna love this movie. Absolutely. Complete as long as they lean have now mind you, I loved all three. Mm-hmm. It is widely known that the majority of people didn't like two and three. I love them all. Yeah. But it's because the message, the message that the Wachowskis go for in their movies, it's just like M. Night Shyamalan. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people don't like M. Night. Yeah. With the exception of Avatar, his Avatar, Uh, I love almost everything he's created. You know, Mm -hmm. I stopped even being able to support him after Avatar because I was like, I've defended you for years. Listen, that hurt. And you made that movie and that hurt. That hurt. That was kind of like my Sony, like Spider-Man. Yes. Like that, that, that's like me driving to Popeye's, waiting in line for 45 minutes. And right before I get to the register, they're all out of the chicken sandwiches. (laughs) Like that is pain. That's serious pain. (laughs) So I know, but with Avatar though, yeah. I, have you heard about the the reboot? Yes, Netflix. I'm, I'm super excited yes. about that because just like with the Matrix Four, they have the actual creators yes. over it, and they haven't had a release date because they're taking their time yep. with it. They have, which is actually the reason why I'm okay with James Cameron's. Yeah, because yeah. I'm like, for you to have taken all these years, Listen. it's because you want it to be good. Yeah. That's so I it. can respect that. And I think they said the technology wasn't where they needed it to yes. be. So they're patient enough to wait for it yes. to get there. Listen, yeah. James ain't worried about the MCU. Oh, not at all. He was like, oh, you can take the top spot. Absolutely. I- for I'll now. be back. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny because yeah. he's Terminator. Yeah. I'll be back. That's it. I'm here for it. We're I knocking it out. There. I see what you We're did there. We're knocking it out today. Yes. So um, <laughs> needless to say, I will literally be buying my ticket in advance for Matrix 4. Mm-hmm. Goes without saying. Um, wherever, whenever. That's that. I'm in that theater. Oh. Plain and simple. I'm wearing it, all black. I was about to say. That's it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Boy. Listen, I'm going to start cutting the frames off all my glasses right now. <laughs> we're, we're moving on. I'll give you um, no. Get away. That's not why I have my hand in your face. <laughs> we're moving on. <laughs> we're going to leave and we're going to come back with our conversation about healing through happiness. <laughs> not dealing with it. <laughs> The Healing Space is a safe space for everyone in the Misfit universe, and I love hearing from all of you. So make sure that you're reaching out to me all over social media. If you're looking to connect to the podcast, that's THS Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Underscore THS Podcast on Twitter and our official website, THSPodcast.com. If you're looking for me, that will be Scorpio Yogi all over social media. That's Scorpio Yogi. Please make sure that you guys are subscribing. 
you're sharing, you're retweeting, you're reposting. Make sure you're getting us out there. Like every episode. This way more people are able to find us and get their healing in. Lastly, for any questions or comments, you can email us at ths at revolutionmultimedia.com. Again, that's ths at revolutionmultimedia.com. Okay, let's get back to healing. (laughs) I need y'all misfits to understand that he is in his feelings. About this Sony Disney Fallout. Hashtag Kalani. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm in my feelings. Because we're coming back to talk about healing through happiness, and he clearly needs to. Oh, my baby, I'm happy. I'm so happy. I am so happy. Oh, as he sips, yes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, as I said at the beginning of the show, you and I, our brands, mm-hmm. there's a lot of joy within them, yes. you know? Um, and I always tell people about the difference between joy and happiness because there is mm-hmm. there is quite a difference. Uh, but I feel like people can see that. Yeah. People can see our genuine joy. Mm-hmm. And I think that our happiness fills a lot of people, yeah. which I consider to be a blessing. Absolutely. You know? But with that being said, there are also quite a few people who can see it as fake, you know, who think we're we're putting on mm-hmm. that there's a lot of falseness behind what it is we're doing that we're pandering to people, yeah. you know. So it becomes a um, <clears throat> it becomes an interesting conversation if you even care to have the conversation, yeah. Because it also becomes a thing of I am who I am. And I don't have to explain who I am to anyone. That's it. So it's a journey. Yeah. It's a lot behind it. Uh, because even though we say it's a part of our brand, it's also just naturally who we are. Absolutely. You know? Um, so I wanted to have a conversation with you about what it's like to heal through happiness. Mm. To exist in a space, to live a life where you lean more toward the light yeah. than you do toward the dark. Because the truth is, the honest truth is, is that we are not rare it's just that those who stand on the opposite side of us are so loud oh, that it's sometimes right. difficult for us to find each other. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I wanted to talk to you about that. So <clears throat> as far as it goes with you and your personality and the person who we see on social media, mm-hmm. the happiness that you put out, have you always been this exact person? Now, I know we all evolve, yeah. but I'm talking about as far as the happiness that you exude. Has that always been who you are? Yeah, I think at my core... I've always just been a happy person, um, for sure. I've always been a happy person at my core, but I think it took me growing up to give myself permission to be that in public. Mm. I think a lot of times when we're happy and we have things going on and you're surrounding yourself with people who aren't necessarily happy with the way that their life is going on, yeah. um, we kind of shrink our light down. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. We don't want them to feel threatened by our happiness, you know, by our positivity. And we want to, you know, still be able to relate in everything. And um, I just think the older I've gotten, the more in my truth I've allowed myself to sit. Mm-hmm. Um, so though I think I've always had access, I've always had I've always have had. Is that what I'm trying to say? I've always had? had? That. Yeah. That part. <laughs> Education is different, but happiness. Who? Oh, listen. Speak a word. <laughs> <laughs> so normally when I struggle on the word, I'll do this. 
I've always been a happy person. Change up what I was trying come to on, say. Come right? on, uh, <laughs> I do that sometimes. Because <laughs> I'm gonna get out what I need to say. Oh, it's gonna come out one way or another. <laughs> We're gonna struggle to get there, but you're gonna understand what I'm trying to say. Listen, you better make it to the mountaintop. Yes. <laughs> Even it's by way of ski lift. I'm gonna come get on, up there. I'm gonna get up there. I'm gonna get up there one way. I almost give you a high I'm five. Tired of climbing. <laughs> <laughs> My legs hurt. They hurt. Because from leg day. Somebody help me. (laughs) (laughs) But I've definitely always been a happy person. (laughs) I just think there is a more confident person surrounding that happiness that doesn't feel the need to force that on people. Yeah. I think the confidence now is inviting people to share that happiness and that light with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That that part right there, I think, is really important Mm -hmm. because that crosses a lot of different areas. Mm -hmm. You know, religion, like it crosses a lot of places. I was having a conversation with somebody about that actually, I think it was Wednesday. Yeah. I was talking to one of my coworkers and I said, the thing that has always troubled me about religion that so many people don't see mm-hmm. is that you shame people right. into walking with you, you know, um, instead of living your best life. And from the life that you're living, they can say, well, you know what? That Christianity, that Islam, you know, yeah. it's like, that's something I think I would be interested in Buddhism because I look at Raven and I see the way that he lives his life. Yeah. I want to give it a try. That's it. Instead of being like, so you know you're probably going to go to hell. Right, 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 right. So let's go ahead and get closer to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why do you want to scare me right. into being a part of what right. it is? That seems kind of backwards as far as what you should be doing with your message. Mm-hmm. So that's when you said what you just said. I'm like, yeah, I'm not trying to make you seem like, you know what? You're depressed. Right. You're sad. You should be ashamed of yourself. Why aren't you smiling all the time? That's it. You know? Instead, it's like, okay, I'm going to live my life. Mm-hmm. And I, I put... A few months ago, I put a post on Facebook where I said that just because you don't see all of the pain that I'm going through doesn't mean that it's not. Ha- just because I don't talk about it mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's not happening. Right. That's true. However, I also like to talk about some of the things that I some of the struggles, some of the pain. Yeah. Because I want people to know that they what they can get past. Yeah. So I'm a Scorpio. We are naturally secretive pers- people. I would say less secretive, more private. We're very private people. But... I know that some people just need to be able to see that there's hope. Mm. So I like having those conversations. Like this whole journey that I've had as far as my living in Atlanta, I've been very public about it, you know? And so when people come at me and they're like, I don't get why you always act like people have to be happy. I don't. I don't act like people have to be happy. I know that balance, as we've talked about, balance is necessary. So we're going to have those moments where we're down. Mm -hmm. But to me, and this is just my personal feeling, shouldn't the end game be your happiness? Absolutely. I agree. I think like my biggest thing with it is, and I tell people all the time, like negative stuff, that's going to happen. Yes. You can't control that. Absolutely. So because I can't necessarily control not experiencing some of those negative things, mm-hmm. I'm in turn not going to go and look for them. Come on. I'm not searching for it. Come on. You know, I choose to be happy. I choose to always look for the positive, for the silver lining. Yeah. Um, because I don't want to dwell. And it's kind of like what I was telling you earlier. Like, I believe that the universe is an echo. Yeah. Right? So I'm Oof. not going to put out negativity because I don't want to get more negativity. So even if there's a moment um, that might not be the most comfortable for me, 
I'm immediately looking for the positive. Yeah. Because what I don't want to do is dwell and tell the universe, I want more experiences like that. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I'm showing you that I can handle it. I can go ahead and dig deeper into my faith, dig deeper into my spirituality, my yeah. positivity. And that's what I'm that's what I want to get out of it. I just want more positivity out of it. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, so that, that that's my thing one hundred percent. Mm-hmm. What does self-care look like to you? Ooh, (laughs) that's interesting. Um, I think for me, and it's really weird because it's going to sound cheesy because like self-care in itself already answers that, Mm -hmm. but it's my relationship with myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I literally make myself laugh all day long. I love that. I love that. And and people like, when they're like going through my Instagram, they're like, oh my gosh, Blair, your comments, your captions are hilarious. They're so funny. Da, 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 da. I'm literally saying that to myself. Yeah. Like, like that's just, it's, it's for me. And if you're able to get something out of it, then that's great too. Um, But I've learned to be my own best friend. And that sounds so cheesy. But it's real, though. It's so real. Mm -hmm. And being in not so good relationships um, and outsourcing happiness. Come on. Come on. Come on. And and learning that you can't necessarily get, you can get happiness from people. Joy, you can't. Come on. Right? That's it. That's it. <laughs> and, and when somebody's tired of giving you happiness or they have no more to give yes. you, you're wondering why you're still feeling empty. Yes. And it's because you're reaching outside for something that's supposed to be coming from inside. Yes. Right? Um, so for me, self-care is just maintaining my happy at yeah. all costs. If that's having to separate myself from negative situations and negative people. Yeah. If that's having to take a day just to sit down and binge watch whatever I want to watch on Netflix. You know, um, just... Living in my truth, and I think some people get stuck on that too, yeah. but living in my truth, but also making sure that truth mm-hmm. is a positive place that I want to dwell in. Yeah, Because some people can live in their truth and it still be full of negativity because Listen, that's the circumstance at that point. There we go. I don't want that. You know, So it's kind of how we were talking about with your place. How you've only been here for like a week now, but you've put all this pressure on yourself to make the place look the way that you need it to look. Mm -hmm. Well, it makes sense because you're going to be dwelling in it. So if I'm going to treat my mental health and my spirituality the same way, I'm going to make sure that my place is set up the way it needs to be set up before I invite anybody to share that space with me. Yes. So that's, that's, that for me, that's self-care. Absolutely. Absolutely. Joy comes from the root. Mm. Happiness hangs from the branches. Oh, listen. <laughs> I knocked over this tray of apples and water. Oh. Oh. I Y'all can't. better write that down. You better write it. <laughs> <laughs> <You better> write- <laughs> Silly. Um, and that's what people don't get. You know, and that's why I always try to tell people that there's a difference between joy and happiness. I mm-hmm. love what you said a few minutes ago, because you can pick yeah. my happiness. Yeah. You know, it's like, OK, you snatched it away. Mm-hmm. It will go back. Let's yeah. be clear. You know, but if you decide that you're going to chop the tree down, mm. my joy comes from the root. That's it. It will grow back. Absolutely. It will take time, you know, but the joy is the foundation. Mm-hmm. My joy is my foundation. So you can't take that away from me. Right, right, right. Me, myself, I live and breathe joy. I have to. My happiness, it comes and goes. That's it's fleeting. Happiness you know? is borrowed. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think if more people understood that, it's the joy more people need to tap into, mm-hmm. you know? Happiness, I think it's fun. Yeah. 
It's like, okay, I'm looking forward to being happy about this. Absolutely. That, that. It's like joy. No, I hardly even need to talk about my joy because my joy is permanent. That's you it. know, that is literally a part of who Raven is. There is no question yeah. going back and forth about my joy. Mm-hmm. Happiness is different. Yeah. You know, it's, I wake up this morning. I'm not too happy. Yeah. Might be tomorrow. That's not it. really feeling it today. You know, my happiness you can take. Yeah. It's like, okay. It. Oh, wow. You got my happiness today. Mm-hmm. All right. Joy's still here, though. Absolutely. So I'm good. I feel like joy connects to something deeper. Absolutely. Right? Like, like happiness is so superficial. We have pills and drugs that can create happiness. Mm -hmm. You know, we have physical things that we can get that can create happiness. Yeah. But people wonder why that doesn't last or why they have to take another pill. You know, and it's because it's fleeting. It's something that has to continuously be replenished. Yeah. And I think if you lean heavier on the joy side, you'll learn that you have an abundance. There we go. And I think for me, that comes from being able to operate through gratitude. Yeah. Right? So um, I literally look at everything as a gift. And I think that's kind of at the foundation of where like my happiness and my joy come from. Mm. Comes from. Um, when you look around and you see all the different things that you have to be grateful for. Yeah. You know, like I think a lot of times people look at lack. You know, they're like, oh, I'm deprived of this. I don't have this. Well, of course, you're going to be surrounded with negativity if you're looking at all the things that you don't have. Come on. But I choose to look Come at on. all the things that I do. And I don't think there's anything wrong with aspiring to want more. Absolutely. But don't shame what you already have in doing so. It's yes. Same thing with people that don't like weight journeys and everything like that. I get I get a lot of that as a photographer. Blair, I want to do a photo shoot with you as soon as I lose 10 pounds, mm-hmm. as soon as I lose 15 pounds. And it's like, I get that with me being on my own weight journey myself. Right. But I tell people all the time, celebrate now. Yeah. You know, this part of you now is what's making that win when mm-hmm. you lose 10 to 15 pounds as big as that's going to be. Yeah. Both are worth celebrating. Both are worthy of this moment, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I, I feel like it's so important to highlight all of those wins and find gratitude in all in of all, those yeah. wins. Yeah. It's super, super important. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, okay. For the, for the misfits, if you're able to think back. If you're able to think back, and this may take a second, what do you think has been one of the most difficult, most trying times when it comes to maintaining Mm -hmm. your happiness and your joy? Not to say that you were under the impression that it wouldn't come back, but where where you were at a place where you were so low. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I think the most recent thing for me would have been uh, my last relationship. Mm-hmm. I was in an on and off relationship for about three years. Yeah. And I won't take you guys through the whole thing because <laughs> literally we will be sitting here listening to this until the next Spider-Man comes out. <laughs> Sony. Um, <laughs> um, but I... Um, in my experience, yeah, because you know, I feel like, you know, of course, like you have your side, you have that person's side, absolutely. and you have, you know, like the what truth. actually happened, yeah. absolutely. Um, but in my experience, it felt like I was with somebody who loved me, mm-hmm. but who didn't like me. Come on, right? that's real. And I feel like love sometimes comes from a place of obligation, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm not going to do this because I love you mm-hmm. and I'm not allowed to, I'm going to do this because I love you and I'm supposed to, yeah. right? When you like somebody, you don't do and you do things because you care. It comes, yeah. it comes from, a, I feel like, a more pure place. Absolutely. Um, and in being with somebody that was like that, um, I wasn't in a place to where I could stand sound on myself Mm. right so so much of my identity and so much of um what i believed about myself 
came from the love that that person gave me. And and if I could do other things to encourage more love to come my way, yeah. then I would alter parts of myself and everything. So if I'm with this this person and he's like, um, you know, I don't like you skinny, Blair. Well, then last year I put on almost 40 pounds, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Blair, you talk too much. Um, you text too much. So I think it was like a rule in our relationship to where I couldn't text more than three times in a row. Right. Are you serious? Absolutely. absolutely. Now that you've never shared with me. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Well, I think a big part of it is um, I don't want to paint my ex to be this horrible person. Absolutely. Right? You absolutely. know, because regardless of what was done to me, yeah. um, there's a lot of things that I allowed. There's a lot of experiences that I played into. And I know I probably wasn't the perfect person either. Right. right. I'm very close to it. Yeah. <laughs> but I wasn't that. <laughs> I'm mad that I was so flowing with what he was saying. <laughs> You're like, yeah, you are. And I gave to it for a second. <laughs> oh, I can't stand him. Anyway. Um, you know, but I mean, all of the experience, you know, definitely played into where I'm at. You know, so I don't want to, you know, completely like shame or anything. Yeah. Um, but I think the hardest part I had leaving that relationship was sharing my story because so many of the things that took place made me feel like a victim. Yeah. And I didn't want to take on that whole victim mentality like this happened to me. Woe is me. This is horrible because I feel like victim mentality sometimes removes the part that you played. Yeah. You know, and I definitely wanted to still own my shit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but I think what I learned and I don't think I shared this with you, but when me and you talked a little bit about mm-hmm. the past that I had with my ex, I kind of had like an aha moment. Yeah. And I realized that being a victim wouldn't be sharing my story. Mm. Being a victim is feeling like I can't. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think that's what kind of like allowed me to kind of start getting my power back. Yeah. But over the course of that relationship, my confidence was shot. Like mm-hmm. I said, I did gain 40 pounds within like seven months Right. Uh, last year. Um, I was constantly told that my business, um, photography, mm-hmm. wasn't a business. It was a hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, direct quotes, you're a bum. You know, right. things like that. Um and you kind of like laugh it off and everything and stuff, but you know, it still kind of sticks with you. Yeah. So, you know, I kind of saw my business failing last year. I saw myself gaining weight. I saw a lot of my relationships with like my closest friends and things like that kind of become more distant because they were, w- without even trying to, were holding up a mirror as to where I'm currently at yeah. versus where I was. Um, and it was something I couldn't handle and I didn't want that truth in front of me so instead of being able to have that conversation with them i just separated myself so i didn't have to face that truth yeah as much um and i think uh last year was possibly one of the hardest years it was for me to um to to access my joy yeah uh because i was also with somebody who was feeding on it um mm. i think we've talked about true blood right yes so that's that's what it felt like. And, and once again, not trying to, to dig on him. Yeah. But um, I think even he would admit, you know, and he said it too, that, you know, he tended to be more of a realist. Yeah. Um, and and, <laughs> and for somebody like me who's an optimistic, yes. you know, it's not where one's right or one's wrong. They're just right. completely different. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> um, you are speaking my story so <laughs> much right now. Oh, my God. And I, I think... Um, when you don't communicate in the same way, it's easy to take what's being said as a threat on both sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, so a lot of the things that he would say, I would take personally. Um, and it felt like I was always trying to feed positivity into a black hole. Mm. And it was no way I could ever fill that up with light. 
at all. So instead of being able to fill into myself, it's all just being poured out of me. And I felt like Sookie. Yeah. It was was like, you know, where I'm literally a being of light, you know, which is what she is, a fairy of light, you know. Um, And it makes people who don't have access to that on their own that much more attracted to you, but they have no idea what to do with it. I'm about to run out of this room. <laughs> oh, I'm about to run out of this room. And, and I think the issue that that creates is it, I think, makes some people feel super aware yeah, that yeah. they don't have that. Yeah. And instead of looking for that in themselves, they try to beat that out of you. Come on. You know, and they berate you for it and they make you feel small about it. And all of a sudden it's, you're optimistic and naive. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you don't understand how the world works. Mm-hmm. Things can't always be positive. You have this idealistic view of the world that will never happen. And I've always had the argument of, but how do you think good things happen if people don't believe in that? Come on. You know, like if people believe that we couldn't fly, we Right. Be flying. <laughs> right. If people believe that we couldn't go to space, we would go to space, you know, and it takes somebody who does believe that things can be better. Yeah. You know, puppies, bunnies, rainbows, and unicorns <laughs> for us to actually experience that. Um, and I think the part that I played was that I stayed in a situation trying to force somebody to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted somebody to give me something that they didn't have. Yeah. Right? So it's kind of like, you know, being in school at lunch with the girl next to you who's starving, berating her for not having a sandwich to give you half of. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't be mad at somebody that doesn't have to give that, yeah. you know. Um, so, yeah, definitely just kind of circling back. That experience last year was, I think, the hardest thing for me to do. Because I, um, one, gave so much of my power away to somebody else, mm-hmm. right? And willingly, you know, because to be fair, for the most part, this person showed me who they were in the beginning. Yeah. But, you know, the um, downside sometimes to being an optimist is not taking into account the other element of change. Mm-hmm. I can look at all the potential you have, but I also have to remember what you're actually willing to do. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of yeah. times we just, you know, skirt, skirt, Ariana Grande <laughs> <laughs> over all of that. <laughs> you know, um, we have to be careful with the, you know, he would be great if only. Yeah. You know, he's perfect, you know, when he, you right. know, um, those situational moments of happiness. And um, I ignored that. So I think when I ended up in a relationship with somebody that I could see a clear through line of who they were in the beginning to who they were in the end, mm-hmm. I had nobody but to blame but myself. Yeah. And I think the issue initially was I felt like, all right, well, I shouldn't bet. Now I got to sleep in it. Right. You know, especially with the whole on and off thing. I felt like... Um, I had taken my friends and my family on this journey of, you know, I'm in love. I'm not Mm -hmm. with that person anymore. I'm in love. I'm not with that person anymore. To where when it happened the last time, I was so embarrassed that it was failing in front of my eyes that I was like, all right, well, I just have to go down with it. This is my fault. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, so yeah, that was was just definitely like not necessarily my most happy moment. Yeah. But it completely set me up for the season that I'm in right now. Come on. So I wouldn't change a Come on. thing. I wish I would have learned a little bit quicker. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, but, um, and it's so cliche to say, but literally if I had to go through all of that again, because of the rewards that it's bared, yeah. I'm here for it. 100%. So I have two questions for you. Absolutely. Back to back. I want to know what happiness looks like for you. Mm-hmm. And I want to know what joy looks like for you. But I want you to explain it in this way. I want you to give me moments. Mm-hmm. So I want you to give me life moments. Now, you can choose one, two. Yeah. 
um, for both. It's up to you. But I want to know a moment in life, just so our listeners can get an idea of when you and I say the difference between happiness and joy, yeah. what they look like for us. Absolutely. So give me some scenarios of yeah. what happiness has looked like for you and what joy has looked like. So I can use an immediate moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the uh, misfits weren't here for it. Yeah. But on the break, you gave me an apple. Mm-hmm. Immediate happiness. <laughs> Food. <laughs> <laughs> Food will do that. <laughs> You know, anytime you see this little rock in the chair, that's happiness right there, right there. That's that apple. Whew, let me tell you. Um, joy is, I think, what I've been feeling the entire time I've been here. I feel oh. like, yeah, no, absolutely. I feel like I'm currently sitting in my purpose. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, um, as much as I love photography, which has blessed me with so many incredible opportunities, I feel like my purpose is bigger than that. Yeah. My purpose has never been just to take a pretty picture. And I think now that I'm starting to have more dialogue with the clients that I have and they're sharing their experiences with me, you know, Blair, I was going through a divorce and um, your photo shoot helped me get my confidence back. Yeah. Um, you know, Blair, you took my picture and I've never felt more beautiful before, mm-hmm. you know, um, like that's what I feel like I'm here for. Yeah. Um, I call Instagram my little corner of the of the internet. Yeah. You know, because I want a place where it's super positive, where, you know, um, people don't have to. There's so much negativity out there already, like I said. Yeah. Um, so to be able to have a safe space where you know that, you know, you can come and smile, even if it's just for five minutes. Yeah. You know, um, I like that. And I think for me, that's where I sit in with my joy. Yeah. It's just yeah, knowing yeah. that, you know, for the little bit of time that I'm on this big ass rock that's circling this big ass universe mm-hmm. and it's like like that I'm able to hopefully leave it just a little bit better than I found it. Yeah. Like that's that's joy all day. Mm-hmm. All day long. And I think that's why it's so important for me to operate with gratitude. It's not just an active exercise, but it's it literally connects to why I feel like I'm here. Yeah. And I have I've after my last experience mm-hmm. with the relationship, I've learned that that's where my priority goes. Yeah. It has to be there because when that dissolves, my world shatters. Mm. And then I'm left trying to find the pieces and everything like that. Um so that's a piece of myself that I say now, I invite you to share. Yeah. But it's not something that I give away or try to force because that's that's mine. Come on. Hashtag. That's mine. That's mine. Yes. Yes. So uh, I have two joys. Mm. My my happiness. My happiness would be me losing 10 pounds. Turn up. That was that. a very happy moment for mm-hmm. me. Shocking. Completely <laughs> caught me off guard. Listen. I was like, oh, this fast is actually working. Uh-huh. Wow. Oh, I, I genuinely thought it was stress. <laughs> I was like, this that thing part, has what, what worn me out. Let me stop. <laughs> I'm this stress out right now. Oh, right. I'm fasting. Uh-huh, okay. That part. So that brought me a lot of happiness to see it's working. Yeah. It was like, okay. So, you know, incorporate that with the working out in the gym. I started running on the treadmill a lot more, you know, got back to my, um, my cables, whoa, whoa. my, uh, oh, it's completely went away. So we have Free established weights. that, you there know, you go. are now like. Thick and proud with two C's. <laughs> yes, two C's. We have to explain. He informed me that uh-huh. <laughs> I am thick with two C's. Absolutely. <laughs> we just dropped the K. We don't need it. We don't need it. Don't need it. <laughs> like Blair, is that a good thing? I'm like, that's a great thing. That's what you want. I was like, I was not aware. I was not aware. I'm glad that I've been educated now. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, joy for me. Mm-hmm. Two joys. One joy would be. This apartment. Mm. And 
it means I can't, I can't. I mean, of course I'm going to attempt to, but I can't really put into words. And I haven't found them yet. Mm-hmm. You know, I put on Facebook about three days ago that I've been holding my breath for two years. And now that it's time to exhale, I'm not sure if I know how. Oh. This feels so surreal to me. Like, I'm like, is this actually happening? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, not necessarily am I dreaming it. Maybe. It, it feels very like this is a matrix. Yeah. You know, it's like, this is what you'd like for it to be. Yeah. You're not actually here, though, you know? Because I have clawed and scratched and bled to get to this point. So to be sitting in here with you right now, to be able to look around at these walls and say, you have fought your ass off to get here, is the epitome of joy for me. True joy that that can't be taken away. You know, my other joy is you. Oh, we're fuzzies. And... (laughs) I don't meet a lot of people that I feel see me. Mm -hmm. I have friends. I have a shit ton of associates. (laughs) But even with all of them, I don't always feel like everyone sees me. Right. You know, I do my best to see everyone. Mm -hmm. But oftentimes you feel like people are dealing with their own shit so much that they don't really see you. Right. You know? And you can't blame them for yeah, it. No, no, but I'm just saying, you know, that it, it hurts sometimes. Because it's like, I understand that you're going through stuff too. Yeah. But I'm doing my best to juggle all of my shit while also making sure that you never feel invisible. That's it. You know? But when I'm in the presence of you, I never feel invisible. Mm-hmm. Ever. I always feel seen. Not only that, but so often I feel like I am this optimistic person dealing with people who think that it's bullshit Mm -hmm. and to connect with someone and to share space with someone who is unapologetically optimistic. I get happy watching your IG stories. (laughs) Like I smile, I laugh, I read your captions and I'm like, he gets it. (laughs) You know, like I'm like, I know that people enjoy reading your captions, but for me, the reason why I love them is because you think the way I do. Mm -hmm. So it's something about when you tap into somebody who actually has the same sense of humor as you. Because for me, laughter is everything. Everything. So it's like when I read your captions, I'm like, oh my God, like that's so something I would say. Like that shit is hilarious. Oh my God. So there's something about meeting someone where you see yourself. Mm -hmm. And there's a difference between having a friendship and having something where you're like, I genuinely think this is a kindred spirit. 100%. And I feel that way for you. So it's a beautiful thing to have joy Mm -hmm. in someone. And I have joy in you. I love it. I love it. I completely, for one received all of that <laughs> i did i did i did normally i block it and everything but i re- i receive all of that and i think it's easy for me to receive it because i mirror that back um it's it's almost like a narcissistic thing because i'm able to talk to you and it's like i'm talking to myself so i'm like oh this is the best conversation ever right. because i'm always right so now i get to always be right twice you know <laughs> that's how that works 
and I love it and I love it and then it's also the win of the fact since we think so similar mm-hmm. I don't have to exhaust myself by getting all my thoughts out because you'll finish them right. yes so I'm yes. like okay yeah, this is a win-win all the way around this is this is perfect I don't even have to do as much work <laughs> yeah no yes. absolutely this is this is great this is it's kind of like the whole like Beyonce Kelly Rowland thing yes. how like Kelly can sound like Beyonce so like a lot of people don't know but it's Kelly Rowland singing, singing. the second verse and check up on it so Beyonce's like I don't have to do all the work today we're good thanks Kelly you know um, yes, and I love it Kelly. I love it I love it 100% uh, so yeah I definitely second that and I think you said something that reminded me because a lot of people do tend to look at like our optimism and they look at it as being invalid yeah I actually have a really really close friend and a couple of years ago uh, we were talking and he was like Blair I don't want your snapchat instagram version of yourself mm. I want the real you and I'm like well I, I thought this was the was real, the real me. me yeah so yeah. I literally for like a month I tried to find all the negative things that was going on in my life and be like oh wow. yeah oh I um I had to buy gas today. What's up with these gas prices? Uh-huh. Damn it. Like, I'm so angry. <laughs> you know? Even as much as yesterday, I was talking to a friend and um, he was basically, he was like, Blair, you know, your brand is happiness. And I was like, yeah, which is great. Yeah. I just hate when people try to, you know, characterize it and right. make it like a caricature. And it's right. like, you know, this is all you can be. So the minute you say something outside of that, it's like, oh, who is this person? It's like, well, no, you created that version of me, not me. That's not yeah. fair. So um, he was like, well, what's the, what's the meaning? thing you've ever said and i'm like well i can be mean you know i was i was i remember i was nine and um <laughs> and he was like already you're you're, you're wrong you're failing <laughs> and, and you know me and my stepmom we're so close now mm-hmm. i love her to death she is my heart she's my everything yeah. but when i was younger um because my parents were split yeah I would go and visit my dad and my stepmom in Jersey every summer. Mm -hmm. And um, I lived with my mom in Florida for a while. Then in Chicago, we lived together. And I guess, which is completely understandable, with my dad only seeing me like two months out of the year, if I was acting up, if I was being bad, he didn't want to discipline me. Right. Because he was so afraid that it would be that thing that would make it to where I didn't come back or I didn't want to come back. Right. Mm. Um, so that's hard because I was I was a hard headed ass child, yeah, too. Yeah, right. Yeah. So my stepmom being the incredible woman that she is, um, she basically became the disciplinarian yeah. for me when I was out there. She was like, you know, he can be mad at me. Right. But we're not going to let that affect your guys relationship. Together. Yeah. yeah. Um, and as an adult. I respect the hell out of that. Yeah. As a kid, I was not here right. for it. So I remember um, one time she was like telling me to do something or whatever and trying to, you know, get me together. And I just started laughing. I'm just like, ah, ha, 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 me and my dramatic thespian ass, right? <laughs> and she's like, well, why are you laughing? And I'm like, because I want you to know that what you say doesn't affect me. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, <my>. You know, <laughs> I was lit. And, right, right. And he was like, "Well, Blair, is that is that it though?" That's. I was like, "Yeah, that. Wait, that wasn't uh-huh. mean. That, I thought that was mean. That was really mean, right? I could be mean." He said, "No, no, that's Blair, adorable. just adorable. Oh, damn that's it. adorable. Is what that is. <laughs> damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. I've lost another one. <laughs> and so, but yeah, like that's." So but now I've just I've learned to just own like this is this is who I am. I'm you, okay with it. You make me feel like a really bad person. No, I, hate <laughs> it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate I'm it. I'm like, wow, I've definitely done things much darker than that. Yeah. <laughs> when I think uh, the cool thing is like with me loving theatrics and theater and everything, yeah. 
um, I get to kind of get by. Like, yeah. I can say really, really mean things, mm-hmm. but I feel like the relationship I have with my friends, they understand, like, that's the character. Right. Like, it's like, okay, this is the worst thing to say at this moment, and that's what makes it funny. Mm-hmm. I don't really believe what I'm saying. Right. Like, I don't believe, like, please don't charge it to my heart. You know? <laughs> it's just, it would be really funny if somebody said this in this moment. You know? <laughs> and I'm the one to say it. You know? <laughs> but then I just get so scared that somebody's gonna be like, no, that, that's really Blair. That's his personality. They're like, no, no, that's not. A puppy's bunny's rainbows. You know, we're good. I, <laughs> I love Sony. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man's gonna be great. <laughs> okay. So I wanna close out with talking to you about oh, your no. photography. Oh, it's over. Right? No. <laughs> well, for the record, Ms. Fitz, I've already asked him to come back on yes. here for uh Healers and Healing. Mm-hmm. So that is definitely going to be a thing. Can't wait. Um but yeah, so I want to talk to you about your photography. Yeah. And I want to know how that shows up for you in regards to happiness. Oh, so it's really weird. Because once again, this is just me being completely narcissistic, right? <laughs> <laughs> I just, you have to know your truth. Oprah says, when you know your truth, <laughs> that's where your power lies. <laughs> and I'm a powerful person. <laughs> but um, I love creativity, period, yeah. right? So in high school, I did theater. I danced. I did jazz, contemporary, and hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, in college, I did poetry. Um, I went to school for theatrical arts. Mm-hmm. And now I find myself doing photography. And I love the fact now, compared to the other forms of art that I've participated in in the past, mm-hmm. um, is that I get to create and put something that's about me yeah. out into the world that still has nothing to do with me, mm. but everything to do with me at the same time. I get to hide behind the narcissism and be like, hey, look at this great picture of so-and-so. Right. You know? Um, <laughs> but it's still it's like, I took that picture. Right. You know, absolutely. And I had to catch myself because sometimes people would be like, oh, Blair, so-and-so looks so great in that picture. And I'm like, thanks. I'm like, oh, wait, no. Jeans and God, but then thank you for allowing me to capture them. <laughs> and so on a very narcissistic <laughs> level, basic level, I do get that out of it, right? He said, thanks, but, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Gee, thanks. Just bought it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but on a deeper level, photography, I think, represents emancipation for me. Mm, come Absolutely. on, come and, on. And so many different levels, yeah, so many different levels. Yeah, yeah. So one, it emancipated me from having to work a normal nine to five, yeah. right? Um, and it allows me to actually have time to experience this world that we're in, mm-hmm. which I love life. Yeah. I love life. Before I say my profession is photography, mm-hmm. my profession is experiencing life. Mm. Like I just have to it has to mean something while we're here yeah you know um so photography has opened that doorway up for me and then it's also allowed me so many amazing opportunities to learn and touch other people's stories Mm -hmm. and it makes me feel like i'm a part of something bigger than myself yeah and i 100 percent love that i think when i first came in to like the whole industry and everything it was very much so um trying to present myself to be this big celebrity photographer you know um i'm Mm self-employed you know i got this bag this (laughs) what bags but (laughs) where are they (laughs) but i was trying to present myself to be the very atlanta version of myself come on right speak a word (laughs) right there speak a word wow and i think the cool thing is the universe and god has a great way 
of humbling you without breaking your spirit. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Um, and it's been a situation now to where I feel like my power is in sharing my story with other people. Yeah. Right? So nobody can win if I'm presenting myself to be so far ahead of you to where it feels unattainable. Yeah. But if you see that, oh, well, Blair just shot so-and-so and he just worked with this magazine and he was on this TV show, whatever... But he's still trying to find out how Georgia Power is going to get the rest of their bill this month. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot more like relatable. Yes. It's like, okay, well, that's me. Right. That's me. We're in the same boat. And, and it makes the person that would have given up because they felt like they were so far away from me hang on a little bit longer because they realize, oh, no, we're we're a lot closer than what I thought I am. Yeah. I, too, can, you know, this is what living in your dream actually looks like. Yeah. You know, it's not all these like smoke and mirrors and all this stuff and everything like that. You work yeah. hard for it. And it's a daily grind it's a daily grind and i think that's why it's so important to learn to see the wins as they come because if you're only looking at that vote cover Mm -hmm. you're only looking at that platinum record you know or the million followers um you're gonna miss out on what the journey is actually about yes um so photography has allowed me a way to have the conversation that me and you are having right now Mm -hmm. on the daily with every single person that comes across my camera. I'm able to immediately connect on what our passions are, what our purpose are, how I can play into that. And now instead of me just taking what could have been a very small journey for myself forward, it just grows and grows. It becomes the tree. Yeah. Like the photography for me is the root and all my clients are the branches. Mm. You know, and it just makes my tree that much Mm. bigger. And I 100% am just so grateful and blessed to be able to operate in the space and it's something that i no longer take for granted yeah um and I, yeah i just i i will go off on a whole i will pass around a collection plate <laughs> I, I won't do that to you guys <laughs> but just know that this man right here is just so humbled and blessed and grateful to be able to operate in the space when it's high highs when there's lessons mm-hmm. those are the only lows that we have come on <laughs> Ooh, you <laughs> calm down <laughs> You know, um, I celebrate <laughs> all of it, every single moment. Yeah. <laughs> so what's coming up for you? What do the misfits need to know about? Ooh, so <laughs> um, so the very first thing is I actually have a really dope uh, webinar that I'm doing on September 16th. Mm-hmm. It's a part of a creative suite called Brand Hacks. Yeah. And it's actually me and a couple of other amazing, amazing creatives where each Monday in the month of September, there's going to be another 45 minute webinar mm-hmm. geared towards people that have their own brands. Yeah. So they're going to have one on videography. They'll have one on like marketing and social media. Mm-hmm. And then of course, like mine's going to be on photography. Yeah. And uh, the spin of it is I'm not necessarily teaching people how to, you know, take a Canon camera with these expensive ass lights and, you know, show them how to like use that. Right. Um, what I want. And what I feel like a lot of people can relate to is when you're first starting off with your brand, you don't always have a huge marketing budget. Yeah. You know, you can't always, you know, drop the money it might, you know, take to have a professional photo shoot or even the even more money to buy the equipment to be able to do it yourself. Yeah. Um, so I want to kind of teach people how to use their cell phone to capture the content they need to push their brand forward. Yeah. So my whole class is geared towards shooting on your phone editing on your phone and being able to use that to create high impact images. I'm super excited about that. Um, It's only open to 20 people Mm. for it. Yeah. And I think 
initially we were going to bring the price up to 65 but i think currently if you go on the website yeah um you're able to i think spend only 50 dollars on the class mm-hmm. so i'm super 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 excited about it absolutely 100 percent, 100 yeah that sounds like that's gonna be good stuff. Thank you. I know you're gonna do a great job. Oh, so. yeah. I hope so. I hope so. I really, really hope so. Yeah. That goes without saying. We're having saying, to get some refunds out, you know. So I <laughs> can't have that because that money is spent. Hashtag I was about to say self-employed. <laughs> I just knew you was gonna find some way to put Sony back in there. One hundred percent. But if people want to walk with you on social media, I know you said it earlier, but one more time. Yes, you guys can definitely walk with me and join me on this journey on Instagram. Mm -hmm. It's at PBD, literally just three letters. (laughs) People find a way to just make that everything else. But all of a sudden it's WWJD, PB&J. I'm like, why am I a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? But no, it's literally just PBD um, on Instagram. On Twitter, it's at Blair Devereaux. Yeah. And I'm not even going to try to spell that for you guys right now. Just, you know, look in the title. It's there. (laughs) It's there. I promise. Um, And those are my two main forms of social media. Um, On the Instagram, I love not just sharing my pictures, but I try to share my story, my day-to-day. So I'm always, like, on IG stories. Yeah. Um, You know, just trying to feed into people, encourage, make people smile, let them know what's going on, take them on this journey with me. Yeah. Um, And Twitter... I'm just a hot ass mess. Uh, really? I've yeah. never interacted with you on Twitter, so this will be interesting. Absolutely. Well, and I say that, but this is also the person that thought their meanest thing was like when he this was nine. This is true. Um, because so I, your version of hot ass mess. It's really, it's, yeah. it's kind of more like lukewarm. <laughs> <laughs> lukewarm mess. Okay. Because I want to be problematic and controversial, Aww. but I'm scared <laughs> because I don't want to block any of my opportunities. <laughs> so there's a lot of like side shade. <laughs> But no direct shade. So you can still get a little bit of sunlight, too. So it's it, absolutely. Which sounds like how it should be. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's, that's my Twitter right there. So I apologize in advance. <laughs> so, Misfits, there are two people on social media. Well, Instagram specifically. Two people whose, whose IG stories I make it a, a point to not miss. And he is one of those two people. So you definitely want to make sure, especially if you're someone who genuinely likes light and love and fun. Like you get a great (laughs) idea of his actual personality from his IG stories. So I'm going to say this. You might look at his IG because he has a very big personality. You may look at his IG story and assume that he's putting on. He is not. That person on his IG story is legit who he is. And I'm hoping from this conversation you're able to see it. So I want you guys to make sure that you hit me up. After you listen to this, I want you to go to his IG, check out his IG stories, read his captions, and come back to me and let me know if I'm lying or not. I know for sure you're going to agree that he is a genuinely awesome-tastic, Amadamophis-ass individual. Yes. Hashtag I Know Her Challenge 2019. (laughs) What? Everybody else has challenges. I want one too. <laughs> if you could have seen my face when he said that, was, the the definition of left field. I was like, what? what? So okay, we're bringing this to a conclusion. 
Thank you so much, Blair, for coming to the healing space. Uh, this is right? incredible. Like, seriously, this is, for one, it literally just feels like our normal conversation, yes. which is great. Um, but I just thank you so, so much. One, for having me. Um, two, for listening, because I feel like a lot of people just tune me out. <laughs> <laughs> That's my life. I've learned to just talk to myself, which is what our conversations are like anyway. <laughs> Um, but just three, just being able to kind of connect with the misfits and the beautiful people out there and being able just to share a little bit of my story, help in putting a little bit more positivity out into the universe mm-hmm. and creating more light warriors. So I love you guys and I thank you guys so much for having me. Yes. Yeah. And the good thing is this isn't the end one, oh. because of course we're friends, so he'll be back on anyway, yes. but you actually know already that he's going to be on healers and healing before the end of the year. Woo-woo. Come on now. So yeah, we will be back misfits with good news. And now it is time for good news. So this is actually taking place, I think, maybe a week or two after my recording with Blair. So I'm recording this on September 2nd. We just finished with a Black Pride here in Atlanta, and it is officially the uh, two year anniversary month for the healing space. So this wasn't originally when I was supposed to be recording this. So it kind of threw me all over the place (laughs) because good news is not where I was supposed to be sharing with all of you that we are now going into our two year anniversary. So we're not there just yet. But if you guys remember BHW and I uh, last year, we had something in store for you all every single week going toward the anniversary of the podcast. I'm not sure if it's going to look like that this year. I don't. Uh, I have been through a whole lot of shit in 2019 (laughs) and I am genuinely exhausted so I don't know if I'll be able to bring you content every week however I can say that I look forward to celebrating the two-year anniversary Uh, this time last year I probably would have told you it was going to be some huge celebration you know we were probably going to have a live event or something of that nature but Now, I'm just thankful that the healing space even still exists, to be honest with you. So there's probably not going to be any, you know, major pomp and circumstance or anything like that. Uh, Just going to show up, going to record the podcast. Thank each of you for continuing to listen and doing the healing. And that's it. Really simple. Uh, That will be my celebration (laughs) after what I've been through this year. Just being able to celebrate that is enough for me. And I hope it is for you all as well. Uh, So I look forward to celebrating the actual anniversary later on this month. Then we move into, like I said, Pride Weekend. Uh, For me, I didn't plan to do anything this past weekend. Uh, Nothing at all. But I ended up actually going out with some of my friends on Sunday. Yes, there we go. (laughs) Ended up going out with my friends on Sunday. And it was a good time. Uh, We were originally all going to go to House in the Park. However, it appeared that like, I think only one of our friends actually knew that you had to pay in advance. So when the rest of us were going to do it, we found out that the tickets were sold out online and none of us really wanted to stand in line to find out that it was sold out. So (laughs) we all decided to go in a different direction. So we went and we had brunch. And then after brunch, we went to Piedmont Park And then the day just went on from there. Like it was, we did a lot. We did a lot. I was out for a long time. 
I did so much that I actually came home and showered after. Like, and it wasn't anything like, you know, I guess too strenuous, but it was, I was really out and I felt hot and sweaty and nasty. <laughs> and I was like, I can't get into my bed until I take a really nice shower and uh, just, you know, kind of wash the day off of me. And it led to a really good sleep, but I enjoyed Sunday with my friends. I'm so thankful for them. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. It really, really was. They got enough drinks in me that I actually felt comfortable dancing. <laughs> we danced and sang and uh, I saw a handful of people. Nowhere near as many as I did last year, but it was uh, it was really cool. Uh, when we, we made it around to the main stage in Piedmont Park just in time to see uh, Tweet. Tweet came out and she actually ended up accepting an award. I think it was called the uh the legacy award i think that's what it was uh and she came out and she ended up singing oops oh my and then one of my friends was like why does she only sing oops oh my i'm like we should be happy that she sang anything because they love for these events um for artists to come out and just wave and say hi and then leave and they're paid like mad money just to do that so i'm like it's it's nice that she at least sang one song um so that was really cool also they uh they gave an award out to Angelica Ross. For those of you who may not know, she plays uh, or played Candy Ferocity on Pose. And she received an award. I think they called her a trailblazer. I am amazed I remember these awards. <laughs> but yeah, so she won um, Trailblazer. And she gave a really nice speech. Uh, and she's actually going to be on America Hor American excuse me, Horror Story uh, coming up later this month. Wow, it's September. It really is time for all the new shows to start coming back. Uh, well, the new seasons for shows. Uh, but yeah, so it was wonderful being able to see her um, take the stage and everything. And uh, yeah, so it was cool. It was really, really cool. So again, I didn't plan to do anything. Um, I was I was very okay being like I was on Saturday, which was staying my butt in the house. I didn't leave the house once Saturday night. I allowed myself to just relax because again, <laughs> after the year I've had, after the summer I've had, I needed to just be able to relax, you know, enjoy those days where you don't have to do anything, but just lay back and enjoy yourself, you know, enjoy some silence, just enjoy being still. So that was my Saturday and I was going to be okay with that, but shout out to friends and pulling you out the house to enjoy yourself. Lastly would be the, uh, the, what's the best way to put it? The group of queer men that I've been telling you guys about on the podcast, uh, you know, um, that began with a conversation that I had had with my friend D'Angelo and how it has slowly, truly become a thing. And so on Saturday, I laid my butt still. On Sunday, I went out to party with my friends. But on Friday, it was a dinner with these brothers uh, who the name started out being queer black men healing together <laughs> all of them pretty much felt like that name is long as shit so we need to have something a little bit more concise so we've come up with the healing collective which d'angelo shared with me and i thought sounded great i was like yeah that actually that works that, that really really works um but i love you know queer black men healing together because uh, it pretty much explains everything. So that's still be that's still going to be our tagline and everything. 
but I, I genuinely felt like it should have been a dinner, but I do uh, take, you know, I do own up to the fact that I kind of thought about that last minute. Like, this is going to be a dinner and I'm not going to focus on business at all. So they all reminded me that I actually put in the, uh, the calendar reminder that it was a meeting. And I was like, I did? <laughs> I actually forgot that I put meeting. Um, so they're telling me the whole time we're at the dinner, you know, go ahead and pull out your notes. We know you have them. I'm like, no, I don't want to be in that zone right now. Uh, in the end, I ended up having to take down notes based off of what we were talking about. But I did my best to just kind of be there in the moment with all of them. Because the purpose of the dinner was that some of them have never met before. So if we're going to heal one another and then in turn heal the community, we have to have good relationships with each other as well. So we were originally going to have kind of our, you know, big quote unquote coming out um, during Black Pride. But I realized that it, we were cutting it a little close. So we've pushed it back. And in that time, we're going to work on connecting more together. Because the original purpose of the Healing Collective is for the six of us to heal one another, you know, um, through love, understanding, listening. One of the things I loved the most about our dinner, and I won't share much, uh, but one of the things I loved about the dinner was that we talked about a myriad of different topics. And within those topics, we did not all agree. And it was so refreshing that while we didn't agree, we all respected one another. Refreshing is actually an understatement. You find so often these days people believe that if you don't walk in lockstep with their way of thinking that you're the enemy. And we were able to have several disagreements and still walk away respecting the other people's point of view. And I loved it. And I think it said a lot about the people that I've chosen to be a part of this circle and how they all view and respect one another and me. And so I'm... I rarely say, as you misfits know, I rarely say that I'm excited about things, but I think I can say I'm excited about this. Check back with me in like six months and see if I'm still excited. <laughs> but I believe that I'm excited about this. I, as long as we all remain selfless and truly looking out for one another and wanting the best for each other and our community, I can only imagine just how far the Healing Collective can go. And I mean that. Uh, this is a vision that I've had in my mind for a really long time and was never able to find a group of people who honestly wanted to bring this together. And if all of these brothers are as serious as I am about making a difference together and in the community, this is about to be seriously impactful. And I'm thankful to the universe for it. So yeah, that is good news. <laughs> I thank you all for listening. I thank Blair. Thank you so, so much, Blair. I had the best conversation with you and enjoyed it thoroughly. Uh, I can't wait for you guys to check out his uh, Healers and Healing episode later on before the end of the year. And yeah, we're done. We have now started walking towards the tier anniversary episode. So let's make it happen. Let's have some fun. I love you, Misfits, so much. Thank you for continuing to be a part of the healing space experience. Until next time, namaste.